there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I am Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we? Good, good. But are we? I don't know. We're good now <gasps> in August, August 16. Something about something like that. Oh, it's 18th, isn't it? August 18th. No, not even the 18th. 16th. Oh, I was wrong. You were wrong. Uh, but when is this coming out? Don't know. Somewhere Mid- Mid-September. Yeah, somewhere about then. Hmm. Anything could have happened between now and then. Yeah, yeah, you could both be dead. The truth could have come out. Well, the truth could have come out about this because the truth is slated to come out over the next couple of months. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. This what? Robbo's got all this gear about the truth. He's yeah. going to drop it on us later. I got truth gear. <laughs> Let's bring our listeners in on what we're talking about. This yeah. week we're going to be talking about the big one, JFK, John fucking Kennedy. Yeah, we should have done. We should have gone, ask not what... Your podcast can do for you. He didn't say that, did he? He didn't say anything about podcasts. No, roughly. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Unfortunately, his life was cut short just before the podcast boom of the 1960s. Yeah. I wonder if any president's going to end up doing podcasts in their twilight years. Obama was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but you mean hosting. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The ex-prez. Yeah, yeah. Ex-prezes. Just sitting around with other ex-prezes. Yeah. It'll be a short run. Yeah. 100% if Donald Trump's dementia doesn't like eat away <laughs> like his brain to the point where he can't, yeah. he will definitely have a podcast. I wouldn't put it past him having a podcast while he's in office. <laughs> uh, let's not get sidetracked with Donald Trump. No. I feel like anything we say now would be way too out of date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, we could just... You could say anything and it will remain true forever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, like, yeah. can you believe the crazy thing that Donald Trump did this week? <laughs> yeah. Crazier even than the thing you did last week? Man, if we predicted something crazy, we've already said what date it is. Yeah, how, we held up a newspaper. Ah, uh, yeah. I think we should wait until he does something crazy, record a podcast and just say it was an earlier date in the podcast. Mm-hmm. We should cut this bit. Yeah, but forensic guys will pull that part, that file apart. This one is recorded today. JFK. JFK. <laughs> November. We, considering this is such a big conspiracy, yeah. 
Yeah, less We do not have time to get sidetracked. <laughs> There's so much to cover. Yeah, I was doing my JFK research and I was like, I can understand why this like eight hour conspiracy podcast. Yeah, yeah. But Robbo's gonna get angry at us if we try and make this eight hours long. Well, no, I think I think we can give this one a little bit more breathing space. Ooh. But I will get angry if you get sidetracked to some more fucking Donald Trump shit. Okay. All right. So it's November. 1963. Yeah. 20, November 22nd? That's correct. Sunny day in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Mm. What's happening? There's a presidential motorcade, mate. Yeah. People lining Dealey Plaza. Yep. And, you know, the rest of the parade route. Yep. Just having a fun day out with their families. Uh, beloved president. Yep. Mm. People liked him. Well, beloved by some. Yeah, it depends who yeah, you are. I guess. I guess the, hated which, by others. Yeah, yeah. And really hated by... Some specific others. Yes. So it was shot twice. Well, okay. Jeez, skip ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you want to... People eating ice cream? <laughs> Robo's like, this is a big one. We can't go through the whole thing of how he drove up the street. <laughs> yeah. What What? What was Jackie O wearing? Pink Chanel? I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're driving up the street. Yeah. Someone fucking mercs him. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's yeah. cut to the chase. Next minute, it's 20... 18, 2017? 2017. When is this? And there's three blokes talking about it. Yeah. The end. So, any other business? Yeah. The housekeeping? The reason why is that this quick is. quick enough for you? <laughs> the reason why this is kind of current at the moment and why things might come out between now and then is the FBI and CIA were given 25 years in 1993 after the Oliver Stone film. 25 years? Yeah. To release everything. That's uh, right, because it was longer. Was it? Was it fifty years? Yeah, there initially? was originally. Like, I think um in the like late sixties, uh, it was like seventy five years or something. Okay, but then yeah, I think after the Oliver Stone movie came out in ninety one, they brought it forward. Yeah, there, there's like a fucking like thing at the end of the movie that says they changed something. Yeah, because yeah. of the movie. Why is Oliver Stone dictating freedom of information well, legislation? It- <laughs> <laughs> it got um it got so much publicity that everyone's like, "Whoa, what did happen?" Right. Yeah. Cuz Oliver Stone buys into a lot of the conspiracies. Yeah. And cuz Kevin Costner in that film, his bloody oratory is so inspiring that there's no way you can watch his huge courtroom speech and be like, "Yeah, let's keep that locked up till 2025." <laughs> <laughs> uh so some of it's come out. I think there's 3000 documents to be released. Right. I think only about 4 or 500 have been released. A lot of it apparently has been seen in kind of bits and pieces over the years. So people are not expecting anything too crazy new. There's just a couple of pieces, bits and pieces that might. Yeah. But. Especially not in the first release. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, they're going to release the file where they're like at CIA headquarters and they're like, let's fucking kill the president? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think they might have burned that one. And look, the FBI burned some handwritten notes from... I think from Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, um, Lee Harvey Oswald. I think uh, from his interrogation. Okay. There's after the killing. There's no notes, and also from like a time that he went to the FBI yeah. to talk to an agent before the assassination. Yeah. You know, a classic thing that uh, people planning to kill the president do yep. is to go and book in a meeting <laughs> with the FBI, uh, and the notes from that were destroyed as well. Yeah, yeah. But we will get to all of that. Yeah. We will get to that. So you were like, let's just go all willy-nilly. I said, no, Luke, let's have some structure. I don't think that's how Salty, this happens. Is that how it went? I think so, You're yeah. retconning our conversation. <laughs> so maybe first we'll, we'll talk about the actual yeah. the shooting. Yeah. So he's they're driving down 
Dealey Plaza, mm-hmm. November 22nd, 1963, in the motorcade. Uh, three bullets ring out. Yes, yes. From the bookshop. Book depository? Yep. Texas te- School Library book Yeah, the Texas School Book Depository. Mm. Uh, fired by Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm. First one hits the pavement? Yeah, misses. Mm. Misses. Terrible. Bad shot. Yep. Mm. And he, you know... He wasn't considered to be an especially good marksman. No. So, fair enough. Mm, we'll Let's get to that a little bit we'll later get, on. We'll give you a gimme. Yeah. No, I, I, I dispute that, but we'll get to that. All right. Second one. The hits, throat in the neck. Yeah. Hits him in the throat and then hits the guy in front in the back. This is the magic bullet. Yeah. Uh, so, hits him in the back, hits through the throat, into this guy's back, into this guy's both of his legs. Does it also go through his wrist? Possibly. I think it goes through his wrist okay. and then into his uh, like one of his thighs. Yeah. But the point is, it creates like seven wounds. Yeah. Yeah. And was that the governor? Yeah. Connolly. Yeah, the guy in front of him. Yeah. And then the third shot, he's like, "All right, that was a bit better than the last one." Yeah. Third shot, boom, straight in the head. Which is if the, the infamous or famous Zapruder film. <clears throat> it's pretty graphic. I don't think I'd ever properly watched it. Yeah. And then I watched it for this purpose of this, and I was like, "Ooh." You know what was weird? It's nasty. I watched this video that was like the top 10 publicly televised assassination attempts. Mm. And it was all these ones from the Middle East and all over these places. And there was a couple where the guy would be like, now, viewer warning, this one's quite graphic. And there was some dude that got run through with a samurai sword in Japan. Jeebus. So then the th- number one, JFK, here's a Sabruta film. No warning. It's like <laughs> the most graphic of all of them. Yeah. But it's like it has pe- enough people just seen it that like it's not uh, yeah, maybe. shocking to anyone anymore. Yeah. Had well, you guys watched it before? Yeah. I th- yeah, I'd seen it before or maybe I think I'd seen the still images from it before yeah. but not necessarily the uh, the headshot image. Yeah. Because the thing about the Zapruder film is that people didn't see it for years yeah. afterwards. Like Life magazine had 75 it. Or yeah, time, yeah, Time Life time, yeah. owned it. Oh, it was sold to them. Mm-hmm. And on the condition that they didn't release the frame where you see his fucking head get blown off. Yeah. Because Zaparito, who was like, he was just like a, he was a tailor, I mm, think. Mm. He was just film. he was just there. He was like, oh, I've got my camera. Mm. Yeah. Here comes Prez. Yeah. Get some footage. Might as well, you know, just film it. Bit of a home movie. Most famous home movie ever filmed. Yeah. But, uh. Well, one night in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cut. <laughs> he sold it. You expected me to say cut that, but I won't. <laughs> he sold it to them on the condition that they wouldn't release the frame mm. where you see his head coming off because he had like a nightmare of like being in Times Square and, you know, looking up to the left and seeing all the predictive programming about September 23 mm. and then looking to the right and seeing a huge like headline come see the president's head explode. Oh. When, so he was like, don't release that frame. That's the one condition. When did he have that nightmare? I think it was like, <laughs> well, he sold it fairly quickly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I guess it was like they went in for the meeting and then uh, he went to bed that night. He's like, oh, one, just one last condition before we mm. sign the contract the next day. So is that frame still missing? Because there are frames missing from that film. No, so I think, I think no, it frame's was, back in. Yeah, yeah. Frame's back it in. was yeah. only to be aired and not show him actually being shot. Yeah. Yeah, so Time Life had, was just had just bought it to show pictures from it. Yeah, but they did end up buying the full rights to it. Yeah, and then in seventy five, Geraldo Rivera aired it. Okay, 
but it did come out in the uh, in the trial of uh, Clay Shaw. Mm. That's where I think it was first seen by people, like just some people, just mm. people in the courtroom. Mm. So, but it, you know, from like 1963 to like 1969, pretty much no one had seen it. Yeah, yeah. and no, like no one saw it moving. Mm. Mm. So, so once that happened, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald ran down the. Uh, Ran out of the book depository. Mm-hmm. Shot a cop. Well, no, th- there's a bit more to it. First, okay. he he ran down. Firstly, he ran across the uh, floor of the book depository that he was on. Mm. Uh, wiped the rifle of fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Stashed it just between you know some books, I guess. Yeah, I think it's behind some boxes. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Then he ran down several flights of stairs. Uh, bought a can of Coke. Yep. And was seen uh, drinking a can of Coke. Like on the second floor. Yep. And then uh, he rather... Oh, four floors down. Yeah. Oh, oh, I need a drink. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> then uh, rather than going out the back door, which was closer, mm. uh, he decided to take the longer route, considering that, you know, the president's just been shot and they're probably about to close in on this building and seal it. Yeah. Takes a slightly longer route just to go out the front door, past the cops. He's got extra energy with Coke. Yeah. Yes. But caffeine in the system. Oh, especially back in the, Is that before they took the cocaine out? Oh, it definitely oh, had cocaine he, in it. He was pinging. Yeah. <laughs> so then he went He went and changed clothes. He went back to his house, changed clothes, uh, got a revolver. Yep. Then uh, he was... I think he was walking or like running somewhere mm. and like some cops pulled him up or a cop pulled him up and he shot the cop. That's mm. Tippett. Yeah. Then he goes back in the direction he's just come from. Uh, and he goes into, I think, a shoe shop hmm. where the or goes past a shoe shop. The shoe shop guy is like, hmm, that guy looks suspicious. Hmm. I'll call the police. Running down the street with a can of Coke and a revolver in his hand. <laughs> yeah. uh, he goes into the movie theater, uh, sits down to him without paying. Sneaks in a side door. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but he's spotted. Hmm. And they sit, the cops descend upon the movie theater, arrest him. Uh, mm-hmm. While he's being arrested, I think he tries to pull the gun. Yep. And then they like, uh, I think he almost shoots another cop, but the cop like uh, put his hand in between like the, uh, like the hammer. Right. And the thing. Quick thinking. I don't think it was on purpose. So what you got to do is put your finger in the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. And then it will, and it will get them all sooty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The the barrel will turn into banana peels. Yeah. (laughs) You'll end up all sooty. So he avoids shooting another cop just purely by chance, it seems. Yeah. And then he's arrested and is taken away. He uh, says he's a patsy. So that's when he starts claiming he's a patsy in the, in the police Well, he, he doesn't know at that stage that he's even accused of killing the president. I thought he was in the cop car he was saying he was a patsy at that point. Uh, no, so he's talking about... Um, he think, he's, I don't know if he even knows... Like, surely he knows that he killed a cop. Mm. Presumably he knows he killed the president. Mm. If he did. But Ooh. he's talking about... He's uh, like uh, talking about police brutality and stuff. Right. And then uh, later on, he's uh, filmed going, like being taken from like one bit to another bit and reporters are like uh, talking about, he's like, I, I didn't know anything about this cop, blah, blah, blah. It's only, I think in the final, maybe the final sort of press, they haul him out before the press, he's complaining that uh, he hasn't had legal representation. Mm. I think that's when he says he's a patsy. Mm. Right. And then I think he's interrogated for two days or something. Until finally he's being transferred to maybe jail 
from the or maybe to a prison yeah. for holding from the jail. And that's when uh, he's being walked out and Jack Ruby, a local nightclub owner, shoots him in the stomach and kills him. Mm. So. Oh. I, I enjoyed. I, I There's so much to this. I'm glad you got the basic yeah. narrative yeah. down. Well, that's all. Of, we can just finish it there. Yeah. So that's that, all that happened. Now that exactly. Cam's given us the basic bitch yeah. <laughs> version of events. Yeah. So bitter about this. <laughs> Okay, so I guess the first the first part of this, if we rewind your yeah. story, oh, put in a proper effect. I'll oh, put in a proper effect. Uh, is that who actually shot him? Is the first conspiracy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just go to the bullets. Yeah. For that, so if you accept that uh, there were just three bullets and they all came from the Texas uh, book depository, mm-hmm. then. It seems less likely that there's a conspiracy, or at least there's just if there's just one shooter, yeah, then it's okay. The narrative that uh is just a lone nut job, yeah, makes more sense. If you do open up the possibility that there was more than one shooter, then there's a, clearly a conspiracy. So, Grassy Knoll was the big one. Uh, so then that comes around a photograph from Mary Mormon. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think a lot of people w- said they'd heard shots from the Grassy Knoll. And she was in, is she in the Zap Bruder film or another photo with a camera pointed at the direction of the Grassy Knoll? Yeah. And so people looked at that photo and said they can see, maybe see someone, maybe they can see smoke. Well, like. Uh- <laughs> Now, what's your reading on this? <laughs> just before you did any research into this, you yep. obviously knew about the grassy knoll, right? Yep. Yeah. What did you think the grassy knoll was? Oh, I thought it was a decent knoll, like a big hill. Yeah, I thought <laughs> a decent knoll. <laughs> yeah. Like a hill? I always just assumed it was like a big hill or something. Yeah. I was like, what's this bloody hill doing in the middle? I never really thought about it. But I was just like, okay, maybe there's someone up on a hill or something. However that works. <laughs> well, I figured like a... A mound, if you will, yeah. and they're at the top of the mound. Yeah, and some long grass. Yeah. yeah, in my mind, whenever I thought of it, there was a mound and then like a fence. Okay, for some reason, well, there is a fence. There is it? a fence. Ah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a f- so it's kind of like a a sloped hill with a fence at the top. Yeah, right. there's a picket fence. Yeah, how typically American. Yeah, the classic, the American dream. They're rubbing it in our faces. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not actually that huge. Uh, the yeah. hill, but I mean, I guess it was sort of it was a little bit away from the road up, like up a hill. There's sort of a tree, yeah, the trees, trees providing shade, and there's a picket fence there. Yeah, and then behind the picket fence, there's like a car park. Yeah, and there's like a train. It's a train yard behind it. Mm. So there was tr- there were trains going along. Yeah, behind that. So I guess it's an okay place if you were going to set up a, a secondary shot. Well. Why would you set up a secondary shot when you could set up three bloody shots? Wouldn't you do a classic military style ambush? Triangulate that. Yeah. Right. You want to, tri- yeah. You can't have a triangle without fucking a third shooter. Where's the third shooter? Uh, in the uh, building across the street from the bookshop. Oh, I didn't, I didn't come across this. Okay. So the idea is th- I think this is what Oliver Stone proposes happened. Hmm. And obviously the, um, Jim Garrison, who the movie's partially based on, and the other book that it's based on. Mm. Uh, I think the idea is that so 
you've got someone on the grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. You've got someone who is in the building across from the Texas <laughs> School Book Depository mm-hmm. because it's actually a far better shot. Like if you were planning it out, uh, like Oswald's shot, Oswald has to like shoot through trees basically mm, for yeah. I think when the first shot goes off, the point where the car is, he has to sh- try and shoot through a tree, mm. like through leaves to hit the president. So you have someone, yeah, someone on the grassy knoll, someone up in where Oswald is and someone down in this other building. And then, you know, someone's guaranteed to hit him. Mm. So I think the idea of the the second shooter or the, you know, the military ambush style thing is that Oswald shoots the first bullet. Mm-hmm. Does he shoot? He shoot. Does he shoot a bullet that uh, goes through the neck? I'm not sure because the, the neck wound was supposed to have been from the front. It was like a smooth entry wound. It was described. Uh, okay, so as- that would be the one. That'd be the grassy knoll. Yeah, yeah. But I think the um, the uh, part of the other idea is that there's four shots. As yeah, well. yeah. So there's the shot through the the neck. Then there's the shot that hits the governor, and then there's the headshot. Yeah. Uh, part of the uh, the issue with the shooting is that it sort of takes based on the audio that they have uh you would have to be shooting very quickly from up in the bookshop to Mm. hit to shoot all three in that time yeah yeah uh there's also in the the film his head it moves forward from the first shot and then ends up moving back from the second yeah it snaps back yeah when he gets hit in the head yep That's the whole like back into the left thing. Yeah, no, no. the 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 magic bullet through his throat was the back into the left thing because uh, the bullet. People reckon if that bullet was to hit all those spots, it would need to like turn, drop straight down. Yeah, I oh, no, back no back into the left is the that's, yeah the headshot. Oh, is that the, the headshot? headshot? That's the headshot. Yeah. Oh, really? His head snaps back into the left. Oh, okay. I he's always thought it was the bullet that they were claiming. But he's about. supposed to have been hit in the back of the head, so yeah, it should yeah. go front and to the right. Yeah. Okay. But instead, it goes back to the left, and because people never saw the video yeah, until yeah. years later, mm. it wasn't such a huge thing. Yep. Yeah. So, I have a partial explanation for that one. For the back into the left, yeah. or for the magic bullet. Uh, both. Yeah. Okay. We'll start with back in the left. Uh, so they've done a lot of tests on animals and stuff when you shoot through heads and and neck. Um, that there's a lot of nerve endings, and if you hit one of those your head snaps back when yep. you're shot mm. and they reckon you can see in one frame the head moves forward a little bit and then just... Yeah. So they reckon that hit one of those nerve endings and all the nerve endings just kind of exploded, mm. jerked his head back. That's the uh, theory around that. Now the magic bullet. The magic bullet. So that's all about if the guy in front of him was sitting directly in front of him mm. and um, on the same level, yeah. then it that's... Makes- it would be crazy for the bullet to act like that. Yeah, yeah. But if they're on the angles that they actually were Yeah, on. yeah. So he was, JFK was sitting quite a bit higher than the other guy, mm, like I think yeah. six inches or something up. Mm. And the other guy went after the first bullet. No, yeah, because you can hear the very first one that doesn't hit anyone. Yeah. You can see him turn around yeah. and he's kind of at a right angle. Mm. So it goes through and it's pretty much you can see a straight line of all the things that it hit yeah. from JFK. Yeah, I did watch a, a doco on Netflix, which I think was basically just all about proving the single bullet theory yeah. there. And it's like they were using like uh, ballistic gel and like ballistic soap and things that mimic how a bullet goes through human flesh. It's like, all right. We get it. Yeah. yeah. 
you solved that one for me. <laughs> I think even before like that, the the ballistics technology that they were using back in '63 was not that accurate. Yeah, yeah. And it had been. I think it was like a few years ago mm. that they worked out. All right. Yeah, I saw some computer modeling, two different sorts of computer modeling mm. that showed that. <clears throat> um. So grassy knoll. But there's also there's another guy that like some guy got hit, like that wasn't in the car. Right. So it's sort of, or <laughs> this was only briefly mentioned in uh, Oliver Stone's movie. Like there's a guy like further up near the tunnel, who like gets hit by like. Scraped oh. by a or something. Yeah, I think because it, it ricocheted. Is it the one that ricocheted off the pavement? Yeah, I think yeah, it might be. Yeah, right. yeah. But it's like, how how could that? But well, it's, you know, it's just ricocheted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the grassy knoll. Then yeah. that's that's the most famous part. There's a mm. gunman there. Have you looked at the photo of the grassy knoll? Yeah. The, the, could you see? Because if literally there's a guy with a badge over the fence that you can see in the trees. Mm. I couldn't see him. Could, no. Do you see him? Could you see anything? No, I couldn't see anything. It was just it's just so unconvincing. Right. If we just go back yeah. to the actual bullet for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Now, there is one easy way. Like, there's an easy way to just solve this. And that's for the three of us to bloody jump on a plane to Washington, D.C. Yep. Go to the National Archives. Yep. Yeah. Can we just have a quick look at JFK's brain? And we can see uh, where the wound is. Perfect. Easy. Done. Easy. Yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah. yeah. One small problem, Robbo. What? Fucking brain's gone. What? They lost his brain. Well, that's a silly thing to do. Yeah. It is. Now, that, that, in, they lost that in the late 60s. Yes. Are you telling me that in 2017 they haven't been able to find that brain? They haven't been able to be like, oh, it's, we, we, put it, we put it behind Hitler's yeah. brain. Yeah. <laughs> My nan died. You never guess what I found <laughs> on her mantelpiece. Someone's using it as a paperweight. Yeah. Oh, this old thing. Brain's gone. Mm. Yeah, that's so, and that's one of the things. This conspiracy, even though I'm pretty sure I, I have my theory. Yeah. Which I will reveal at the end. Mm. It's a teaser. But there's things like that, and this whole story. It's just like, okay, that is a bit weird. It's yeah. like you lost the brain. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched a bit of Jesse Ventura. Talking about it, and I've got his book. Having a bit of a flick through his book, and yeah, he he's a lot of what he talks about is like the first description of things. So the bullet wounds when he when his body got to the hospital, mm. they like it got it was a trauma center. The hospital was nearby, so they were like experts at bullet wounds and gunshots and stuff like that. I don't know if trauma center are expert, but anyway. Well, you would think if you got shot, experts you'd go to patching a trauma it up. Center. Well, it was yeah, like yeah. it was like a military hospital. Well, yeah, not at shooting. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but yeah, they know what they're doing when someone gets shot. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was that none of the doctors that were involved had ever had any experience in that. Right. And also, uh, I saw a statistic that was like it might have been fifty six percent of bullet wounds. The first initial like uh, trauma or emergency response, they get it wrong. In terms of how it enters and exits, right? They've actually researched that. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Because usually there's a little hole and a big hole. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, apparently, like some reason it looks weird for whatever. So yeah, that seems to be. Yeah, right. It seems to be not that unusual. Yeah, because this thing was they went to put a a tracheotomy tracheotomy thing in, and there was already a wound there, obviously Mm. because he'd been shot in the neck, and it was described as a smooth entry wound, Mm. and then he had a bigger wound on the back of his neck. Yeah, okay. 
But I feel like if you're if I was being shot, if you're hitting bone, bone's gonna fragment. Whereas out the front, it's just a bit fleshy. Slide right out. All right. I'm not an expert, but that seems to be. Yeah, I don't, body, know. don't know about that. Who's body paid you off? Yeah. Just maybe I've got experience shooting people in necks. Oh, wouldn't all the bone and the bullet shatter and f- f- fucking just rip the shit out of the front of the neck? Well, it didn't. Well, no, it didn't. Well, in the official narrative, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? I was just talking about Jesse Ventura and his cook theories. Mm. There's 63 of them in this book. <laughs> <laughs> Did you manage to read the book? No, but I was talking to Robbo about it before. And it's, it's basically like every chapter name is just a, a theory. It's like Grassy Knoll, previous plots against the president, last minute change of the formation of the motorcycles, too many bullets. What about his body? Did he get buried? Did they even take his brain out? Like, yeah, they took his brain out. Okay. And they're like, hang on to this for signs. And in case anyone needs to check where the bullets have fucking come from. Mm. I'm going to neck a minute. Now, so there is a f- <laughs> there's an explanation for his brain being missing. There's mm. not an official explanation, but it's been posited that uh, like Robbie, Robert Kennedy like, nicked the brain. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, it's probably for the best that no one like has a look at this and like, Sees how like many fucking venereal diseases he had or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the actual explanation I saw for it. Or like if he had some sort of like a mental disease, like his brain was right. Like someone could look at him and be like, "Oh, that's not good. It's probably for the best." Well, I mean, yeah, right. I feel like people look at it and go, "It's a big fucking bullet in there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, I'm, I'm that's just, the real problem I'm here. Just looking at his brain right now, it's pretty messed up. It was Carcass, the band that put his headshot on the album cover. Yeah. The album's called Wake Up and Smell the Carcass. You want to see the photo? Yeah, go on. Oh, crikey. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's all well and good, but that's not going to help us uh, solve the mystery. Yeah, and I've seen that one before. I saw footage of that and someone was like, uh, that could, for all we know, it could have been a fake, fake head. Yeah. Might not have been him at all. And his family was involved in. Hollywood movies. Oh, it might not have been him. He might have, might have been all faked. Yeah, Yeah. could have been just to piss off with Marilyn. Yeah, Um, she's like, I know the best bloody makeup guy in the biz. Yeah, will make this look real. Classic, some of those like classic. (laughs) Yeah, you know those things, those things that go squibs. Yeah. Just What's a squib? Good just squib a, work. Just put a squib in there. What's a squib? Is that the, the little blood pack? The little explosive thing that goes... Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hmm. A little squib in a blood pack. Yeah. Underneath yeah. the wig. You sort of... <laughs> so, bullets. Yeah. Was, uh, more than three shots then is, is a big theory. But also how quickly he shot. Yeah. There's another theory. He shot three bullets in six seconds. Yeah. yeah. Now, sh- keep in mind that one of them is just a fucking... Yeah. yeah, it's like oh fuck. Well, that's no good. And the last he two still has to do the bolt action on the right. Yeah, yeah. So I saw some footage of of Jesse Ventura shooting the same gun. Yeah, and it's got like a whole bolt action, like it's a slow yeah. thing. Jesse Ventura could only do it in eight seconds. He yeah. tried multiple times. He even set up like a fake little hay bales with um, targets on them. Yeah. And he was in a little tower, like a cherry picker, and. Was having someone timing him and you're yelling, mm-hmm. How many seconds? Eight. <laughs> no way you could have done this. That's hey, Jesse Ventura. Now I understand that you know you've got a lot of experience as a governor, yep, and as a wrestler. 
Yeah. Uh, how was your marine Act- training? Act- actor as well. Yeah, yeah he, he was in the military. He was in the military? Yeah. He was a trained marksman in the military, apparently. Was he? Yeah. Well, he said he took the, the well, test at 50, 50 years old. I think he was, was in, like, the Navy. Was he actually a trained marksman? That's what he reckons. Also... He well, reckoned probably, he was probably a good thing they didn't send him off to fight because they were like, oh, just just wait a second. <laughs> How long was that? He's like, hey, I was in Predator. I shot heaps of guns. So he he doesn't reckon it was possible, and he also takes issue with uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's um, training and, and how good his shot would have been. Because Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald was in the Marines or was in the military, yeah, uh, as a radarman, but he had to obviously learn guns, yeah. And he got his uh, so his one of his tests he got to um, sharpshooter the level of sharpshooter yeah so there's three levels it's pretty good right yeah I think it seems pretty good there's three levels sharpshooter uh, marksman's the lowest one sharpshooter yeah. and I think it's expert uh, Jess Ventura was saying he can be he's an expert at the age of fifty can I say that marksman sounds pretty good yeah right. Uh, but wait, and then sharpshooter sounds even better. Yeah, they come up with something cooler for yeah, the yeah. top one. <laughs> um, Just a little tip for the military industrial complex. But one of the things that Jesse Ventura kept on saying was, he's only a marksman, and how you know, there's no way he could have done it. But he did actually. He was a sharpshooter. He managed to get to sharpshooter, but then the next time he did it, he only got to marksman. But he can still shoot well. It, yeah. was, it was in the Navy demolition team in Vietnam. Yeah, right. And also, if he was like, all right. I've decided. I'm going to kill the president. Like, he would have practiced. Oh, well, yeah. He's his, like, well, I don't have a lot on yeah. <laughs> between my pro Cuba and anti Cuba activities. <laughs> uh, but that's not taking up a lot of time. I don't have to go to the office, oh, except for this job that I have at the body bookshop. Yeah. But besides that, I've got heaps of time to practice shooting. So, do we want to, uh, I guess, where do we land on him being shot? Are we all satisfied that Harvey Oswald shot him? I don't know. See, the other thing is with the shots, people say they heard shots come from other places besides mm. the bookshop. Mm. Uh, if it's not a bookshop, I'm just calling it's it... Book depository. I'm just calling yeah. it the bookshop. Yeah. The book depository on the bloody internet is just a bookshop. Yeah. I assume it's the same thing. Mm. Yeah, maybe. They had, like, they had a bunch of books in crates and things. Yeah. It was probably a supplier of books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, we need some maths textbooks. Just nip down the depository. Hey, yeah. Lee, get on that. Yeah. Oh, I got a president to shoot. Look, I'm sure when these files are released, we'll find out what the book depository was for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the number one thing. So people people say they heard the shots coming from the book depository. Yeah. But other people say, oh, no, I heard the shots coming from the grassy knoll or from other places. Mm. Now, one of the other things that was in this Debbie Downer documentary I watched with all the ballistic stuff, mm. is they like mapped out Dealey Plaza using like a fancy 3D imaging technology mm. and they did all of these like uh, sonic tests. Mm-hmm. So the way Dealey Plaza's laid out, like when the shots rang out from the book depository or wherever, mm. uh, the thing about it, the first thing is that a rifle shot has like two noises that it makes. Mm. There's the bullet breaking the sound barrier. And then after that, you hear like the sound of the gas escaping the barrel. Hmm. So it's not just a boom, it's a boom. Yeah. So just the way Dealey Plaza's laid out, it's very echoey. Hmm. So those noises would have been echoing around and you would have heard 
the shot and then that other noise and then the, just the way it's bouncing around. It yeah, yeah. sounded like there's just bullets coming from everywhere. Yeah. I I feel like the what did you say they did sound spectrum analysis of the whole plaza. Yeah, that, well, they, they did like this weird 3D, whole 3D thing of Dealey Plaza. I'm like, well, this is great, but, you know, 40 years, 50 years have passed. But also, like... There's, like, new street signs and things. But also, like, things echo. Yeah. And if you've ever heard a gunshot, it's yeah. echoey. It's yeah. hard to know where it's coming from. Yeah, you could have saved yourself a lot of bloody yeah. 3D modelling time by just being like, oh, and there was echoes. Yeah, yeah everything echoes. Check this out. Yeah. Um, just before we get off the bullet yep. thing, I watched a video, this guy who's been investigating it for a long time. I think he made, first made his claims in 95 mm. and has made it sort of every 10 years since then he puts out a video. Yep. But his theory is that there were shooters, multiple shooters set up like an ambush, but there was also a thing called a shaped charge. Yeah. Right. Implanted in the seat behind the governor. And he uses a Zapruder film as proof of this. Mm. So there's a frame 313. Yep. Bloody bookended 33 there on a one. Yeah, that yeah. is. Uh, so frame 313 is where his head explodes. There's a little white flash inside the car. And like he goes frame, frame, and it's like, eh, there it is. And it's gone like right as his head kind of goes. Mm. So his theory is that it's like this thing, this thing that you can make where it's like a curved shaped thing with an explosive charge in it that when it explodes, it shoots directly out rather than shooting out like a wide ranging explosion. It's a really directed charge. Yeah. And his theory is that there was one of those in the seat behind the governor and it was the driver who fired it off. Yeah. So there was shooters. It was this is this is in the conspiracy theory of that it was a big thing and they were going to kill the president and the governor and everything. So there was multiple shooters to make sure the job got done. But what actually killed him was this little explosive charge in the car. Mm. And when you when you watch it and you see him talking about it, you can go, yeah, I can see like when when his head goes like there is something there. Yeah. And when you look at the footage, the driver turns when JFK is holding his neck, the driver kind of turns around. Then he turns back and drives off. So it you is do, all timed you made, quite. You made a motion with your hands there. That... <laughs> yeah, that was his little trigger on the guess, steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. Do you actually see him trigger something on the no, steering wheel? No. Okay. But he, his, his timing of looking around and then it happening is quite well done. Interesting. And the little flash thing in the yeah, car yeah. is quite interesting as well. Why would you need so many shooters if you had something so. Well, because he might go, What's that, Jackie? Bing! And it like fires out here. There was another. Theory. But the other thing is the, the governor after that, the governor kind of lurches forward. And I, I mean, I know he had just got shot <laughs> as well, <laughs> but he said afterwards, it felt like he got punched in the back. Yeah. Potentially by a bullet. Yeah. But <laughs> so this happened. guy's saying that was likely from the charge right. going off right behind him. And that all kind of like lines up as well. But yeah. I think that was actually him just slumping over because he'd been shot. Now, um, Robert, are you about to introduce like the most boring conspiracy theory part of this? Which part? The, like the other theory about uh, where the bullet that killed him came from? Oh, just someone else in the car shot well, him? There's um because someone one of his bodyguards turned around and his gun accidentally goes off. Yeah, the theory. So the, yeah, there's a theory that a secret service guy just acts like yeah. in all of the chaos. Like after the bullets have started ringing out, he's like 
swung around, accidentally shot him. Yeah. And they're like, uh, let's say that was Oswald. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't think that's the most boring theory. That's a good, that's a funny one. Well, not for that guy. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that is one theory. But, but so, would they go to the effort of covering that up? Oh, no, you bloody. Yeah. Uh, maybe they would. Shape Charge Guy also gives evidence that Jackie O tries to get out of the car. Like something's happened inside the car. She's like, fuck, I'm going to get out of the car. Yeah, someone's just got shot. Yeah. Well, her, her husband. Well, yeah, you would go, uh, and try <laughs> yeah. to get out of the car. But then someone else is like, nah, she's just getting a bit of his brain off the boot. All right. Because she goes and then like, she gets back in. Ah. We're going to need that. <laughs> yeah. Only to have it lost a few years later. Yeah. So do we want to talk about then? Well, what do you reckon? You reckon there's more than one shooter? No. Nah. Nah, 100% was, Lee Harley Oswald, Blat Blat. Did you just give us your final conclusion? Early? No, no. no, no because no. there's more to it. Because you can still... Uh, look, I, I Even though I was like, oh, maybe... There is weird stuff with the grassy knoll, like... After it all happens, like a, I think a cop runs over to the grassy knoll. Like maybe someone was like, "Oh, is there someone standing on a bridge?" There, I think there was someone standing up there. Yeah, and I think someone maybe they ran up there because they thought that's where the noise was coming from. Yeah, I think a fair few people ran towards the glass grassy knoll because they were like, "Well, there was a guy." But why would you run towards the grassy knoll if you thought there was a shooter? Because I, I saw footage of like a lot of civilians running that way as well. Right, to get, like, the, to get the shooter. Yeah, but oh, but our kid, beloved president. Kid, kids and stuff were running. Like this cop ran over there. And he, like, there was a guy up there who was like, I'm Secret Service, flashed his badge. It's like, don't worry, I've got this bit covered. Mm. But all of the, no one knows who that guy was. All of the Secret Service people that were there are accounted for. Well, I mean, he's better at his job than them. Yeah. Secret Service. <laughs> he's, <laughs> secret. He's fully secret. No, so there, there's like a bit of a mystery around who was this guy that was up there. But, you know, it's chaos. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of chaos in that situation. But having, you know, the magic when you talk about the magic bullet, and like when you see Kevin Costner fucking fired up about it, and he's like, and this bullet goes through here, and then it turns around here, and then it goes through here, and then through this, it creates seven different wounds. Now, how could that be? You're like, oh Jesus Christ, Kevin Costner, you're very convincing. Mm. Don't know how this bloke got off. Yeah. I know how, because I just saw before when uh, your one bit of evidence linking him to it all got thrown out <laughs> on, a te- on a technicality or on a CIA bloody interference. But uh, when you hear him doing all that, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, the magic bullet, how ridiculous. Mm. They take us for fools. But then you watch this boring ballistics documentary, you're like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, it was, I think it was just one shooter. I think it was Lee Harvey Oswald. But that, so now the question is, was Lee Harvey Oswald just a lone nutter? Oh, I've got more, sorry. Oh, I wanna... fuck's sake. <laughs> Hour two of the podcast begins. <laughs> uh, so the lady, uh, one thing I, I forgot to mention, the lady that took the photo, uh, Mormon, I can't remember her first name, but she... What does it matter that she's a Mormon? So her last name's a Mormon, Moore. Uh, she was called by the Warren Commission, the commission to uh, investigate all this. Yeah. And, and about, you know, about what she'd seen when she was taking the photo. Uh, but she had sprained her ankle, so she had to cancel. And never like was never called she never, back. She never <laughs> no. appeared at the Warren Commission. Did she appear at the House Select Committee on Assassinations? I don't think she did. Mm. How uh, suspicious. Also, another person that was allegedly there. There was three tramps allegedly there uh, at the time. Yeah, I they were, they were supposed to be part of it. Yeah, 
uh, one of them was Woody Harrelson's dad. Oh, really? He confessed uh, during a, a later six-hour standoff with the police where he was all, uh, all buddy coked the eyeballs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he admitted to and, being uh, part of it, right? he was, Yeah, yeah, and said he did it, but they, they dismissed that pretty. Yeah, so, but did they, so... Obviously, we know Woody Harrelson's dad was one of the tramps, or is it just that later on he said he was one of I the tramps? I think it was later on, yeah. Because the thing about the tramps is there were like these three guys that got arrested. I think they'd been on the train car. Yeah. Like on a train car that was like going past. Oh, so they were hobos. Yeah, they were, they, they were hobos. They oh. weren't just tramps, Robbo. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, they're called the three tramps yeah, on Wikipedia. but they were hobos. Yeah, they okay. were right. no, they they the cop. Hobos. Fear cop. But uh, they, they're arrested, but then... Like, there was no arrest record. Yeah, okay. Was, and so I was like, well, who were these guys? Woody Harrelson's dad. <laughs> yeah, it was Woody Harrelson's dad. Or it was just like, you know, we don't have... There was actually a more serious crime that happened today. We might have decided not to fully go through. With, <laughs> we're like, all right, you guys can go. We're going to top me in on these three hobos. Yeah, for, for committing the crime of, like, riding the rails, <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to let you off with a warning just this once. Jesse Ventura has a chapter called The Three Tramps Photographed in Dealey Plaza After the Assassination Were Not Actually Tramps Whoa, because he knows they were hobos <laughs> Yeah, let me just load up this chapter Oh, they were hobos Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that what he says? No <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, do we want to come back and take a quick break And then come back and talk about Lee Harvey Oswald And his connections to various groups? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's the are you going to edit in what I said before? Yeah, yeah. That was really good. We, we've yeah. talked about what happened. Yeah. Now we need to look at the motivation. What did you think of? Do you, do you have any theories on where the bullets came from? So you're not going to edit all this around, are you? You're I'll, just going to leave it like I this. I think I'll leave it like it is, yeah. Uh, undec- <laughs> I think get undecided yet. I'll, I'll make it make it snippier. It was such a good bit. Yeah. Oh. I'll leave your bits in. I'm not going to take out your bits. Yeah, he was definitely shot. Yep. <laughs> Eating your bits there. Yeah. Come October when the final release of documents, you're going to be like, yeah. We're going to have a little break and I'll read a little bit of Jesse Ventura's book and then I'll give you my conclusion. Okay. Let's say that he was the soul shooter. Was he just a lone nut job or was he working? He Just because he's shooting on his own doesn't mean he's not working in tandem with other parties. Yes. Or many, it, many parties yeah. could have been involved. And considering his buddy's storied career, uh, both politically and in the military, could have been lots of people. <laughs> it could have been lots of people. Um, one thing just occurred to me, the talk of Woody Harrelson. Yeah. In the movie White Man Can't Jump, he recreates... <laughs> The famous last words that I don't think Lee Harvey or Oswald actually said. Mm. It wasn't me, it was CIA. <laughs> In a little bit. Right. No, I'm fairly sure that's not his last words. No, I know <laughs> what his last words are. But that's what Woody Harrelson claims. So Woody Harrelson and his dad, both on record as lying about Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm. Mm. So we start with, <laughs> shall we start with Lee Harvey Oswald's history? Oh, yeah, I think that's So fair. who was he, Robbo? So he was a bit of a unit. Yeah. Um, he Of the cooked variety. So <laughs> his family moved around a lot, I think. He had gone to a bunch of different schools 
Um, never really kind of settled in. Yeah. Went into the army once he left school uh, as a radarman. Yep. Quit that, or I think he was honorably discharged after a short while. Yeah. Then he defected to Russia. Yeah. So when what he, am I skipping over here? Uh, you're skipping over, you know, when he joined the Marines. Yeah. As a radarman, uh, you know, he, like we said before, he was a sharpshooter. Uh, he did quite well on his uh, Russian tests. Yes. Oh, he wanted to learn Russian. That's right. Yeah. Well, he'd learned Russian and he did quite well on his tests. Mm. You know, the classic, you know, the Russian test that all American <laughs> soldiers do? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. So then he um, he leaves the Marines, defects to Russia. Yep. So, or to the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Soviet Union and he says to them, hey, I'll give you all of me radar secrets, uh, all my Marine secrets. They're like, cool. I think he gets a job in a factory. Well, so they they end up sort of they just say we don't really want to take you. Yeah, and they were going. Heard you're a bit of a loner weirdo. Yeah, and they were going to kick him out of the country. Yeah, he slashes his wrists. Yeah, to like get medical help, and I think they at that point they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we'll just all right. What are we going to do with this bloke? Yeah, yeah. here's a job in a factory. Uh, shoemaking factory or something? Yeah, but he's also living quite comfortably. Yeah, so they gave him a, a decent place for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't really clear, but... Well, I think it's because he was a proper... Like, he was a defector. Yeah, yeah. There's not that... There weren't that many people who were like, oh, I'm going to defect from uh, the United States to the Soviet Union. Yeah. It was usually the other way around. So it's weird that at first they were like, nah, no thanks. But... uh. Yeah, it's not unusual that he was he got fairly preferential treatment. It's a good get. Yeah. Um, he marries a, a Russian lady. Yeah. Yeah. And then hates working in the factory. Yeah. <laughs> Realizes he hates Russia yeah. or the Soviet Union. You would have thought shitty manual labor in Russia would not be enjoyable. <laughs> uh, so he comes back to the US. Yeah. I think he's on record as saying he's annoyed that they didn't give him more like fanfare that he. Was let back. back. Yeah, yeah. Like he wanted sort of more or controversy or some publicity around the fact that he defected and come back. Yeah. But they but just no, kind of ignored him. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah, no one gave a shit. He's not just happy that they didn't instantly lock him up in like a prison and not ever let him yeah, out. Yeah. Well, and that was another thing people say, how did they, why did they just let him back mm. and not like, um, not like, you know, question him. They just kind of let him straight back in. Mm. Yeah. But I think at that point, everyone just was like, oh, this guy's a pain in the ass yeah. <laughs> just like, like whatever just do your thing yeah okay but on the other hand yep like ask him if like it's the cold war is afoot yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like it's not like that beautiful period between uh the end like the fall of the berlin wall like it's not like between the fucking the wall coming down and 2015 when we weren't at war with russia mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, you know the cold war was right on you'd think that someone would have been like all right well at least we'll question him mm. like fair enough that they like oh well we can't really lock him up he came back after all yeah but just you know give him a grilling ask him about the nuclear vessels yeah <laughs> uh but basically no one gives a shit yeah that he's back he then he takes a pot shot at a general who he thought was a fascist. Yeah. The general was just kicking it in his house one day by a window. I think the general was a fascist, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I had a shot at him. I think he got arrested for that. Or at some point he was in a police station. 
I guess I can't remember what point in my notes here, but um, he requested to speak with an FBI agent when he was in the police station. Right. And he said to them that he was a member of the Fair Play for Cuba committee, which he claimed had 35 members. Uh, so the Fair Play for Cuba committee was a, a thing, and he had written to them prior to say, hey, I want to start a New Orleans chapter. And they're like, nah, nah. And he just did it anyway. Right. Um, and then, yeah, they they investigated it and they found out that he was just the only member of the... Now, were they the, pro-Castro or anti-Castro? Uh, they were pro-Castro. Yeah. I think most of the stuff I found was pro-Castro, but there was some anti-Castro stuff. Well, because he also was hanging out with anti-Castro people. Mm. Yeah, who were they? Which anti-Castro people? Like David Farry? Yeah, I don't think they were... So David Farry and him were in similar aviation, civil aviation groups. Mm. But I don't think there's any other evidence of them hanging out unless you found something. Uh, well, in the Oliver Stone movie, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this, uh, I know like if you go online, you can find there's like a website that's like 100 things wrong with the Oliver Stone movie. Yeah. But I th- don't th- think this was one of them. Okay. Uh, there's a bit in the Oliver Stone movie where he'd been giving out like these, um, I think it was anti-Castro pamphlets. Mm. That he was giving out. So David Farry was a a local anti Castro guy in New Orleans. Yeah, and the pamphlets had like a uh, they were, had like his address on them or like his office address, which was like L H Oswald, and then the address. Now the the address that was on it uh, was a building that was on a corner. So there's one address on one street, and a diff- completely different address on the other street. Right. So, you know, it's like 100 Smith Street, mm. you know, 461 Robbo Street. Mm. Same building though. Mm. He put 100 Smith Street. David Farry's address was oh, right. the same address but on the other street. Okay. Mm. So so they were operating, like they were allegedly operating out of the same building. So I thought the communi- material he was giving out was pro- Castro, but now that I think about it, and another another thing comes up, I think it must have been anti Castro because he was also allegedly with Ted Cruz's father. Yeah, who was anti Castro. Who was anti Castro. Um, he he so, did swap between pro Castro and anti Castro stuff. Yeah. So uh, Donald Trump brought that up recently. Yeah. Because that was a, it was a story in the National Enquirer, Enquirer during the election. The National Enquirer, which Donald Trump had said, I can pretty much get anything I want published in there. Um, and it was just a, a, no no credible evidence, but that, yeah, Ted Cruz's dad was aligned with Lee Harvey Oswald. And Trump, in a speech, is like, uh, his father was with Lee Harvey Oswald prior to Oswald being shot. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. Nobody even brings it up. They don't even talk about that. Oh, Trump. <laughs> I thought you said no Trump talk. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's in the history. That's not going to change. But then also in uh, in the uh, JFK movie, you've got bloody Kevin Costner doing a massive speech with uh, his buddy. I think it's Michael Reddick or, you know, the guy, the, the grumpy old guy from Guardians of the Galaxy mm. with, the, uh, with the arrow. He's yeah. in this much younger. Yep. Time. Uh, yeah, indeed. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, he does this whole big bit down there. He's like, look, same building. What's that across the street? Oh, just the bloody local CIA office. Oh. What's that on the other corner? Oh, it's just the FBI. Oh, it's that. It's military intelligence just across the road. Now, what's this former 
Soviet defector doing, spending all of his time hanging out in the middle of the military industrial complex in New Orleans? I don't know. Good question. That is a good question. Well, I have to because it was where Buddy David Ferry's office was. So David Ferry was a bit of a interesting guy as well. Bit of a character. Um, there's a little note on his Wikipedia page, played uh, by Joe Pesky. Yeah, played by Bo- Joe Pesky. Uh, so he is came. We're going. Is that how we pronounce it? Yeah, I would. I would have preferred Pesky, but he would have <laughs> Pesky. So here we are. <laughs> so he was allegedly. He came under this. Two private investigators got into a fight in a bar. Yep. And. Somehow, one of them started accusing the other one of killing JFK while pistol whipping him. No, so the the one that pistol whipped was the one that was accused. Okay. So, and then when they were investigated, they said that David Ferry Ferry was going to fly Harvey Oswald out of. He was hired by someone to fly him out of uh, America. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So, on the day of the thing. Yeah, the private investigator, uh, one of them was like involved in this Cuba stuff. Mm. And uh, basically, as my understanding from Olive Stone's movie, <laughs> is it's that- It's like referencing Wikipedia in like <laughs> academic yeah. papers. Well, it's like, oh, I watched, I watched this fucking movie, right? It's over three hours long. Yeah, Was and it I, good at least? Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't think I've ever seen it. I never would have watched it if we weren't doing this. Okay. And you watch the, the doors instead by Oliver Stone. Well, I have watched that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at the end of it, I was like, "Fuck!" I could have read the Wikipedia page for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why does Kevin Costner like doing movies that are so long? Yeah, he loves a long movie, doesn't he? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like this pro Castro private detective. Yeah, and it's Kennedy's just been shot and. Uh, like, obviously, he's a massive right-winger, so he's fucking loving it. Yeah. And the other one's like, oh, you know, I could... He says something like, oh, I could write a book with all of the uh, fucking crazy shit I've seen in this office yeah. this summer. Because it had all of these fucking pro-Castro... Uh, sorry, anti-Castro people through fucking plotting away. When David Ferry had said publicly he wanted to kill Castro. No, kill, sorry, JFK. Yeah. Um, and... He, but anyway, like he pistol whips him. He's like, "Fucking don't ever talk about it." Yeah. And then when they look into that, David Ferry's name comes up. I think both in relation to flying him out, and also he'd supposedly driven to Dallas. Yeah, driven somewhere to look at an ice skating rink. Yeah. Uh, with an ice skating champion. Yeah. So this is why this this theory is so hard to look into. Isn't so the whole conspiracy? Yeah. Is like there's so much fucking weird shit. Yeah, because you start researching one thing, like a bullet, or oh, you know, someone was hired to fly him out of the country, mm. and you're like, oh, okay, well, who was that then? Oh, there's a whole fucking thing yeah. involving <laughs> ice skating rinks and ice skating yeah, champions. They're going to go ice skating, and then also they're going to go duck hunting. Yeah, on the way. Except when they got out there, like, oh, we forgot all of our shotguns. Yeah. Um. So David, the Fury- one thing you need to kill ducks. <laughs> yeah. One thing that was mentioned in passing by David Ferry was that he was in prison for moral, uh, breaking moral laws. Yeah. Right. Which turns out is uh, molesting children. Right. Uh, and. Which is morally wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it just kind of weird how it's presented like, because there's a lot of stuff about him online mm. and it's always just kind of this same story repeated. But then it's like, oh, I feel like that should play more of a part in the story about him maybe not being. Super trustworthy. Yeah. Um, he also had alopecia. Did that come up in the right. movie? Uh, it doesn't come up, but you 
do see it completely unexplained. Okay. Like when he, when they're like, oh, all right, let's we need his testimony. And they're like, nah, you can't get it. He's dead. Yeah. I uh, killed himself with a very flowery, fucking undavid fairy esque yeah. uh, suicide note. Which now that I think about it does sort of, even though they didn't address the child molesting thing at all, does sort of make sense in that. Yeah. Uh, you see that he's completely bald. Yeah. Like throughout the movie he's been, he's had bad hair. Yeah, Which yeah. is, now it's clear that it's a wig. Yeah. But it's like, you do see that he's bald. It's like, oh, well, he had cancer or something. So I was like, oh, maybe he's had chemo. It's like, mm. no, he's got bloody alopecia. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden you could have like, I appreciate the detail that you've put in here. But yeah, you either include it or you don't include it. Otherwise, having a yeah. bald at the end is weird. So he I officially he didn't die of suicide. They said he had a some sort of um artery blow up. I can't remember the exact thing. But he left two suicide notes. Mm. So that left his death quite suspicious. Mm-hmm. So, but did he leave them both? <sighs> Like, did he leave them both at the same spot? No, I think they were, like, typed up in preparation or something. Because people leave more than one suicide note. Yeah. This is... Yeah, but then they then when their death declared not a suicide... All right. You're like, oh, okay, this is strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> if you don't commit suicide, then you shouldn't leave any, any suicide notes. Yeah. notes. Or if you've stashed one somewhere and gone, all right, I'm off to do it, and then you get there and go, I can't do it, yeah. go grab your note Just in case you die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <in> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So they're the anti-Castros. Yeah. Any so more on the anti-Castros? There's also there was also Clay Shaw. Oh yeah. So he was the only one ever actually tried. Yeah. On this. So this is uh, Jim Garrison, the guy that uh, is played by Kevin Costner. He was the New Orleans district attorney, and he um because obviously uh, Oswald had been in New Orleans in like the summer before he went and did this. Mm. And so he tried to work out what he'd been doing in New Orleans. And so he starts looking into it and talking to all all of these people, some of whom just sort of mysteriously turn up dead. Uh, And then through his investigation, he works out or he comes to the conclusion that there was this anti-Castro cabal, which included people like David Ferry and Oswald and this businessman, uh, Clay Shaw. And there were some witnesses that said that, uh, like, uh, they'd met Clay Shaw, like, uh, at an anti-Castro thing where I think even talking about killing JFK had been mentioned, mm-hmm. but he was going by a different name. And uh, this may well be on the 100 inaccurate things about uh, <laughs> the movie, but uh, the reason that in the movie uh, when he's booked, they ask him, have you ever gone by any other aliases? And he says the alias that uh, he says the name that the person said he was going by when they met him at this party where they were talking, where you know people talked about killing Kennedy or whatever. Right. But when it comes to the trial, this is like the key bit of evidence linking him to the whole thing. They can't use the evidence that he said that his alias was this name because he wasn't. Uh, under he hadn't been Mirandized for that because those were just, you know you've got to read some of their rights. Mm. They hadn't read him his rights for that because ah. that's just standard questioning. That's just like asking what's your name, what's your address. Yeah, they didn't think that they had to do the whole shebang. Yeah, but uh, turns out you did. Yeah, if you're going to rely on it. So he was acquitted. 
So yeah, he was acquitted. So yeah, uh, I think basically the whole conspiracy that a a group of uh, anti Castro people in conjunction with the CIA and the FBI and uh, the military industrial complex and Lyndon Johnson at the top of it all, I think all got sort of played out in the uh, in the trial. Right. But in the end, he I think it took them like an hour to acquit him. So a lot of people still think that Lyndon Johnson was involved. Yeah. Because he was. Well, so LBJ, he's LBJ, right? Yeah, LBJ, yeah. yeah. So he was um, deputy. Yeah, he became, he became the president. And Robert Kennedy thought that he did it. Yeah. Um, Roger Stone, the f- Donald Trump political advisor. He and said the, no Trump talk. Okay, the Richard Nixon political advisor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a book about it. Yeah. Uh, and he still thinks, I saw an interview in 2013 with him and Larry King. And he's convinced that LBJ set up this whole plot with the CIA. Yeah. Because they all didn't like uh, JFK because he was going to, what was his quote, scatter, break it into a thousand pieces and scatter yeah. it to the wind. Yeah. Which it probably needed a bit of wind scatterage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, he was yeah. like, they thought he was too soft on communism. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that, yeah, JFK was going to do. Like he wanted to, yeah, dismantle the CIA. He wanted to take down the Federal Reserve. He wanted to get out of Vietnam. He wanted to get out of Vietnam. Yeah. Apparently, this is another Jesse Ventura thing. They found documents in the Vatican that Pope John Paul was brokering a deal between Khrushchev, Khrushchev and yep. Kennedy to end the Cold War in by 65. But the government or the CIA were obviously like, fucking there's a lot of money being made in war yeah, yeah. and I, paranoia. <laughs> I think uh, you know, when there was the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm. I think it, the way that he solved that was to make some sort of uh, like allowances to the Soviets. Yeah. Uh, in exchange for them pulling back their missiles. Yeah. 13 Days. Is that a movie? Yeah. Good movie. Also, possibly with Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the running time of that? Long? I don't know. I'll check I that out. You guys keep talking. It's probably quite long. Uh, but, you know, at least it's not real time. Um, <laughs> like the JFK movie. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But um, I'm pretty sure in the video store that came in like a... A big folder of videos. Yeah, it would have yeah. had at least two VHSs. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think there were three involved. I remember seeing it. Holy shit! But um, yeah, Clay Shaw. So he was like a businessman. I think he, I think what maybe what they were actually planning, if they weren't involved in all of this, mm. they were definitely involved in like some sort of plot to kill Castro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they, yeah, they expressed to, openly that they wanted. Yeah, yeah, and to like uh, have another go at the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, so the Bay of Pigs, what's your knowledge of the Bay of Pigs? It was, I know it was a fiasco. Okay, that's all we need to say. Uh, is the Bay of Pigs the place where the little pigs swim in the water? Or is that just a different place? I think it's a different... Okay. Is that even in Cuba? I don't know. Oh, maybe that's in like Bahamas or something. <laughs> I want to go there. That looks adorable. Anyway. Yeah. Is that where you come in the boat and all the pigs run out onto the beach and swim out? Yeah, you, no, you, swim, out in the, you swim in the water and these little pigs swim around yeah. with you. They'll swim in. 145 minutes. Have you not seen the videos of this? No. Oh, it's adorable. All right. It's over two hours for 13. That's uh, pretty long running. Yeah. But it's not over three hours. No. Uh, so the, the Bay of Pigs was an attempt to invade Cuba. Mm. That was like, I think it was just massively ill-repaired. Yeah. And yeah, it was made the US look like a laughing stock. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> but So I think they wanted to have another go at it. So but, uh, the thing about Clay Shaw, though, he gets put on trial... Now, tell me, Mr. Shaw, have you ever been in the bloody CIA or anything? Nah, nothing to do with the CIA me. I'm just a businessman. Mm. Turns out years later, 
He was in the CIA. How did that come out? Uh, I think that it just it just came out after his death. He was like some sort of not a, necessarily a James Bond esque secret agent, mm. but like a. He was like a born, probably a born. He was in the employee of the CIA, probably because he owned this, uh, like shipping. His business was like shipping things. Yeah. Also, import export. They were they connected because I think Fury was also helping them run guns and stuff to the anti Castro people. Yeah. So that was all kind of all these. You, you'd want a guy who's involved in shipping in that racket. Yeah. Mm. So he, all the tricks. He was definitely up to something sus AF for yeah. the CIA. Yeah. But it's like, come on. <laughs> so, that's the ante. Do we have any more antis? Anti, well... Anti-Castros. Yeah, I think that's all of the anti-Castros. I mean, there was other guys. Yeah. But yeah. What about the pro? Oh, there, just, there is one more thing with the anti-Castros. And this also involves like... I guess this involves Jim Garrison as well. Mm. There's one bit in the um, anti-Castro stuff where in the movie, like David Theory is like, uh, uh, we we should go over there. We, we can poison Castro. And he's like, we can give him a pill that makes all his beard fall out. And uh, he'll be humiliated. Imagine how stupid he'll look without his beard. <laughs> Which is really interesting to the alopecia thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See how you like it, fucker. <laughs> yeah. Ah, he'd be such an idiot, not like yeah. me who has his, his hair on his head. <laughs> yeah. But also, okay, I hadn't considered that. Yeah. yeah. But also, when I'm watching that, I'm like, MK fucking Ultra. Yep. Now, before you get too deep into that, we're forgetting one part of Oswald's life, which is when he was a teenager mm. and he lived in New York. Okay. Right near where the fucking MK Ultra safe house was being run at the same time it was being run. Really? Yes. We could get back to that later. Okay. Have you got more on this? Not really. I just okay. thought it would open up some doors for us to chat about. Well, I've got a, I've got only got one because I Googled JFK MK Ultra. It's expecting yeah. a treasure trove. Yeah. Because similar, you know, there's timelines that intertwine yeah. there. I only really got one thing. What have you got? Because I've got one other thing. And it was about uh, they were. Jackie O and Marilyn Monroe were MK Ultra sex kittens. Yes, but the like video didn't. Tuesday World. Yeah, yeah, but the video didn't really um, <clears throat> go into it. But it was talking about when Marilyn did the Happy Birthday song, mm. the the sexy one to the JFK, mm. and before as they were narrating the video, they said um, at Madison Square Gardens, New York. I'm like, what? I had to rewind it. They meant to say at New York's Madison Square Garden. How do you get Madison Square Gardens, New York? They said that's where that happened. And it was like a normal person narrating. It really confused me. Oh, maybe they'd been bloody MK Ultra. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird thing to say. Like It is a weird thing to say. It's the sort of thing that you would never hear someone say in normal conversation, almost as if it's the perfect thing to use <gasps> as an MK Ultra trigger. Boom. Yeah. And this is the same guy that I can't fucking remember. <laughs> oh, this is the same guy that's like, oh, no, only shooter. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. No more discussion of that, thing. <laughs> I mean, I think someone just got to turn a phrase wrong, but... Yeah, no, as if you haven't been fully activated. <laughs> but also on the MK Ultra thing... I did murder someone earlier. <laughs> on the MK Ultra thing, uh, like Jim Garrison, the New Orleans district attorney, sort of part of the reason why he got a bit of flack over his whole crusade to you know arrest someone over the jfk killing 
part of his investigative investigative technique was to like, dose people out with truth serum. Oh <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> well, one of the um, it is probably not MK Ultra either. One a, a defector from the KGB came over, and he was pretty dodgy. Uh, Yuri Nosenko was his name. Yeah, and he came over and said he went to the FBI, and he's like, I got all the secrets on bloody Oswald, mm. and they did some lie detector tests, but they gave him a um, like a physical before it, and on Wikipedia it said uh, he was examined by a doctor, and it comes into quotes, who inserted a glove finger inside Nosenko's rectum, Ooh. and. Over his protests, wriggled around for some 10 minutes. The doctor suggested that he liked the degradation. Nosenko s- said that it was done to anger and s- stimulate his blood pressure, a key factor in affecting polygraph reasons. What the fuck is happening there? 10 minutes up there? Yeah, and he said... the doctor Didn't he also get held for like hundreds of days and tortured and shit? Uh, possibly. I kind of just think got... maybe they're like, all right. He's like, oh... Before all the torture, I got a really long rectal examination. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the bloody CIA headquarters, they're like, what? No, that was just part of the torture. <laughs> yeah. like, you make making seem really fucking weird. It's like <laughs> you tortured me after you finger blasted my asshole for 10 minutes. <laughs> if you'd gone the other way around. I don't, I don't like the, the doctor suggesting he liked it as well. Yeah. Like, and not that he liked the scent, but he liked the degradation. Yeah. What is happening in this whole scenario? Um, another guy wandered in from the KGB. Uh, his codename was Fedora, and he said he fucked with the FBI. Yeah, he wandered in. Uh, well, of real- course, he's a fucking four chan troll. Just yeah. look at his username. <laughs> um, his real name was is Kulak. I didn't write down his first name, but uh, in one of the interviews with the FBI, oh sorry, often in the interviews with the FBI. Uh, he drank from a bottle of scotch while they were grilling him. <laughs> and he uh, basically said to them, look, there's a mole in the FBI. And apparently that like had repercussions for the FBI for years when yeah. like everyone just thought everyone else was a mole. There's no evidence at all other than you just scotch drinking Russian just wanted it. <laughs> yeah. You know who I think you'd point the, the sus dodgy guy in the FBI is? The guy giving 10 minute finger <laughs> asshole exams. <laughs> like, and I... I think th- these two are just great examples of just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> these people are terrible at their jobs. <laughs> well, they're all fucking off their heads on LSD, <laughs> <Yeah>. aren't they? <laughs> He's hanging off his brain exploring this cave. <laughs> um, the other kind of MK Ultra thing I got was um, David Ferry was allegedly hypnotised. Right. Well, he hypnotised... Uh, what's his name? Oswald. Yeah. yeah. And then the first ad to sh- be shown on TV, I had no evidence of this other than a YouTube vid, that uh, was a Nescafe ad. And the Nescafe ad was like time for coffee and there's time. Yeah. And it had like a swinging pendulum. Right. Time for coffee. Classic hypnotism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. MK Ultra. Mm. Well, because also Jim Garrison used hypnotism as well as yeah, yeah. drugging people. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's... All these suggestions that you like planted in people's heads, the idea, yeah, that uh, but I mean, I don't know, I think the idea of planting in someone's head, the idea that they're involved in a conspiracy to kill the president, is maybe as far fetched as saying that it's like a t- yeah. fucking coffee ad yeah. <laughs> set off Oswald. So, I also saw with the, the MK Ultra stuff for Oswald when he was a kid, and like, oh, maybe he was MK Ultra when he was young. Mm. And fucking triggered and super soldier mode sniper came out. Bang, bang, bang. Yep. And fucking nailed him. Yep. His, his, his trigger is uh, pink Chanel suits. Yeah. Saw that. But then this was apparently 
it, there's no way that could have happened because some CIA guy who was involved in MK Ultra said that that, ne- that didn't work. When they, they tried to do that, but it it didn't work. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what he would say. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the last thing with the anti-Castro stuff is so he's supposed to Oswald is supposed to have like gone to Mexico. Yeah, to that make- was pro Castro because he was trying to get into he was trying to get into um what was that anti Castro? Well, it's not clear because he just he, it seemed like he flipped like a switch between them. Yeah, so it, there was a famous party where everyone talked about killing JFK. Yeah, that's an anti-Castro party. Okay. So one of the things, he went to the FBI office in Mexico and he was trying to get passage to Cuba at some point. He's pissed off they wouldn't let him. And then he went to this office and met with some FBI guys and then he went to a twist party. For some reason, this the thing I saw Ken calling it a twist party because the song uh, Do the Twist was big Yeah, at the time. Everyone was partying around it. It's like we go to a... Monster Mash parties now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one of the documents that hasn't come out yet is pertaining to his visit to the FBI mm. and his time in Mexico, which everyone, that's probably like kind of key to what the fuck he was up to. Yeah. Uh, so, and apparently he, he met a lady there who he had romantic relationship, relations with. She's denied that, but mm. there's been a lot of evidence to say that, that, yeah, she was actually in a relationship with. She's still alive. People have interviewed her and she's just denied it. Did you come across the other Oswald, like the multiple Oswald stuff? I did not. Okay, so one of the things is that like this trip to Mexico wasn't actually him. Okay. And so there's supposedly photos of who was supposed to be Oswald in Mexico and mm. it's like it's not him. Right. There was also there was a thing where like before the shooting uh, some, I don't know how what the connection was that they were like, oh, yeah, that's Lee Harvey Oswald. He was like maybe like signed his name in at the door. It was mm. like a gun range. Mm. Lee Lee Harvey Oswald in quotes, air quotes, is a uh, air quotes or just proper quotes. Well, if he wrote it down, he wrote his name down and went. All right, <laughs> next time I'll do the I'll do the actual motion. Oh, okay, right. So it the, sounded like you said he wrote his name and then put quotes around it. No, Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> in air quotes. Yeah. This time I actually did the quote motion. Yeah. This is just for your benefit, the listener. Yeah. Put the name down Lee Harvey Oswald in the book. Lee Harvey Oswald's out there on the shooting range, shooting his target. Starts shooting like the target of the guy next to him. The guy next to him is like, hey, buddy, that's my target. He's like, oh, sorry. I uh, must have thought it was uh, that bastard JFK, the president. Weird thing to say. That is a weird thing to say. It is a weird thing to say and it's like, because such a such a weird thing to like, like if it's yeah. not him, mm. like that be that it's exactly what you would do. Yeah, to set it up this idea so this guy can be like, oh, actually, I met a guy called Lee Harvey Oswald at the shooting range. Mm. You you talked about killing the president. Yeah, it's also weird because the target and JFK they never look alike. No, you wouldn't get that confused. No, idiot. Because one of them is like a big circle. Yeah. yeah. Or even if it's like a silhouette, it's still not really. Yeah. It's not features. So it is, a, it is a weird thing to say, even if you were like, oh, I'm thinking about killing the person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else did he, did we know anything else about his trip to Mexico then? Uh, the one, that, was there a thing where he was like a, he was like getting a, a visa or something and like they wouldn't give it to him. Mm. But he just went to this other office. He's like, yeah, yeah, 
they said it was all fine at the other office. Right. You can just give me the paperwork now. And they're like, yeah, well, no, we will just check that first. Mm. That happened at some point. <laughs> crafty. He was crafty. We'll give him that. Well, my brother went to uh, the New Zealand Embassy in London. Mm. No. Where was he? He was overseas somewhere. He had to get a visa renewed. And he went to the British Embassy and they said, you need to go to the New Zealand one. There wasn't one nearby. So he just chucked his application on the pile, you know, the whole pile of applications yeah. with his passport. And he said it was the only, like there's all these red passports and his was the only blue one. But it, it worked. Yeah. So if you're ever stuck in a foreign country and you want to get into Cuba, just have a go. Try the other office. So, yeah, that's the, I think that's the anti-Castro stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't have too much pro-Castro stuff because I thought that was pro-Castro. The only pro-Castro thing I have is there's a theory that there was an article in, I think, or an op-ed that Fidel Castro wrote that Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly took as a message or took as encouragement to say, ah, oh, Fidel wants JFK dead. Yeah. I'm going to bloody do it. I'm going to carry out his wishes. And he had met with, I think, some Castro's like, spies and stuff. Yeah. And, but there was kind of, oh, and yeah, there's kind of no evidence to say that Castro knew that he was going to do it. Yeah. So that's the, the motive there is if you think that Castro wants Kennedy dead mm. and you're pro Castro, then kill Kennedy. If you think that uh, Kennedy's too soft on Castro and you're anti-Castro, kill Kennedy. Yeah. Now he had um. But Kennedy can't win, can he? No. No. The the was stuff he did when he was pro-Castro, like he got in a fight with anti-Castro people in the street. Right. I think one of the comments was that it looked really fucking staged. Okay. Uh, because part of the thing, the anti-Castro being behind it theory is that they wanted to make it look like it was a pro-Castro right. thing. So, Or if it's the military-industrial complex behind it, they want to make it look like, you know, this guy's been to the fucking Soviet Union, mm. he's pro-Castro, yeah. they've set up all of this stuff to make him look like he is, a you know, a Soviet agent. Yeah. And so Kennedy gets pinged and it's like, well, who do we blame? Oh, it's the fucking Russians. Let's just amp this Cold War up a little. Maybe yeah. let's turn the heat up on it. Allegedly, Castro also knew something was going to happen because he asked people to turn on their radios right. like prior to the event. It's like, oh, something's going to happen. Let's all tune in yeah. and listen to the American radio. They Could they even listen to the American radio in Cuba? Who knows? Isn't it one of those fucked situations where it's like, turn on the radio, oh, it's just fucking Castro again? Well, but if you're Castro, you yeah, can do Castro's what you want. Castro's like, turn off my shit. We want to get... Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've turn on the big antenna. I've it might a, not have been Castro in the story, but there was people within Cuba that knew apparently. I've got a yeah. Well, I mean, there'd be there would be anti-Castro people in yeah, Cuba. Yeah, but it's like I've got a feeling that Castro wouldn't be like, all right, we're going to have two radio stations in Cuba. We're going to have fucking Castro FM, hmm. where it's just Fidel twenty four seven. Yeah, got a non-stop block of Fidel. <laughs> <laughs> or or you can listen to fucking. Capitalist pig American radio. Yeah. No, but it would be fucking like... Fucking listen to all the amazing music they yeah. get to listen to yeah. instead of just the fucking Bonavista Social Club listening to them, <laughs> Listening to them give away icy cold cans of Coke yeah. knowing that they can't have them. Hearing, yeah. hearing the twist. Yeah. Oh, we don't have twist parties here. What's no. that? Yeah. Uh, no, but you'd have US president getting shot radio. That'd be a, a pretty good genre of radio if you were into that kind of a thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's not American radio. It's like the news that... 
Kennedy has been shot is going to get to yeah. Cuba, then Castro is going to fucking put a break in the in the song. He's like, just interrupt that <laughs> last fucking Castro speech recording. Yeah. This is me, Castro, live. I know this is confusing. <laughs> this is a fucking... It's fucking cooked radio format I came up with. <laughs> Breaking news. Kennedy's being killed. But it's like, it's not going to... Also, remember, it's 1963. But, like, the news that Kennedy's been shot isn't going to be, like, a sudden thing when it, by the time he gets to Cuba. Yeah. So he <laughs> he doesn't have to say on November 22nd, 1963, everyone turn on your radios, no Jews come to work today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what are you? What else we got for the pro then? For the pro Castro, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he was, see, the the thing is, you know, you can say oh, I'm sw- switching back and forth, and you know, defecting to Russia and then coming back and stuff. All of that makes sense hmm. if he is some sort of agent of the United States government. Hmm. But you can also say it makes sense if he's just a fucking nut job. Mm. Yes. Have we talked about Jack Ruby? No, we haven't. So that's the that's the <laughs> other thing. You've got your anti-Castros, you've got your pro-Castros, then you've got the fucking mob. Yeah. yeah. Where do we start with this? I don't know. Should we start with Jack Ruby? Yeah, yeah. So Jack Ruby's the guy that shot Oswald. Yeah. Mm. So he seemed to be a bit of a cooked unit himself. Yeah. Um, there's some people say that he was part of the mafia and helped them run guns. Others say he was just low rent nightclub owner that no one gave a shit about. Yeah. Some people say that he really loved Jackie O. Yeah. And really wanted her to, like, um, would hate to see her be sad and she didn't want her to come back. He didn't want her to come back for the trial. Yeah. That's like the official story, the official, yeah. the official myth yeah. is that he's like, oh, I want to spare Jackie O the body trauma yeah. of a trial. We'll just sort this out. Yeah. Little did he know that now he's, he's got to fucking watch a three-hour movie to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> well, and he he died a few days after mm. uh, from natural causes. Yeah. Which is again makes us yep, more sure. sus. Yep. No yeah. worries. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the summary on old rubes. What do you got on him? And did he he knew Oswald? Yeah, they were friends at some. Oh, were they? Point. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't forget that. Jeez. I think like for a number of years, mm-hmm. like they may have even been childhood friends. Oh, uh, okay. So I can imagine being pissed off at your friend. Like, fuck you, man. Mm. I'm fucking shoot you if you shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go shooting anyone, guys. <laughs> uh, so why would the mob want Kennedy dead? Oh, sorry. One thing. Um, his Ruby's first attorney was Tom Howard and he replaced him because uh, for some reason. But then the other guy, uh, some other guy agreed to represent Ruby pro bono. And Ruby didn't die a few days later. He died a few years later. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in prison. But he wouldn't come and he refused to like talk to Garrison and company because he's like, I'll just end up dead if I talk to you. So he technically died unconvicted because his original conviction, that might be where my confusion came in. So his conviction was overturned and then he had to be tried again. So he was never actually tried for Oswald's murder. So why, why would the mob want Kennedy dead? Didn't uh, Kennedy try and dismantle the mob? Didn't he come after them? Did he? Did he do it enough that they're like, oh, well, we've got to kill the president? Yeah. I don't know. The mob was pretty big back then, weren't they? Yeah, I guess. This is, I'm going to not, I'm going to lie. not going to lie. This is one thing I didn't look at. Mm. 
I get the, what I saw about the mob thing was you know Kevin Costner fucking poo pooing it, right? Because well, he's going to poo poo it. It's like, well, you know, the mob. Did w- Kevin Costner take down the mob in another movie? <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's untouchables. He likes to compartmentalize. <laughs> like you know, the mob weren't afraid to kill dudes. Yeah, but it was the mafia is like a, one of those things where it's you know everything's going to get the fucking sign off. From the Don or whatever. Yeah. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, you've got to kill the president. As as if in the 60s, the mob was being so dismantled that they're like, oh, there's no way we can get around yeah, yeah, yeah. what we're doing being against the law. Also, I feel like uh, public execution with so many moving parts yeah. isn't really mob style. No. Well, and yeah, mob style is to walk up to someone with a revolver and shoot them in the head. Maybe say something. This yeah. is from Frankie Littlefingers. Yeah. <laughs> JFK sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> uh, so, are we going to get rid of the mob then? Yeah, I don't really buy the mob thing. It's okay. like, and you know, Jack Ruby, you know, knew Oswald, so that means he was in the circle. Yeah, yeah, like in that sphere. He was hot. He was hot about what's going on. Yeah, but like that sphere, which includes anti-Castro, pro-Castro people. Yeah, yeah. He's running guns. You know, some of these people need some fucking guns run. Yeah. So he could have been involved in that. All right. Where does this leave us? So the main theory that, you know, Oliver Stone and like all of these guys, Roger Stone, it's... Jim Garrison? Yeah, Jim. and what Jim Garrison puts forward. Are Oliver Stone and Roger Stone related at all? Don't think so. (laughs) But like the the theory, the overarching theory is that uh, it's like these cold warriors are... both of these like private citizen cold warriors and cold warriors within the government mm. all conspired to kill Kennedy. Kennedy had to go. Yeah. Cuz he was too soft on communism and it represented a national security crisis. Mm. And so they did everything. They slowed down the parade or they changed the parade route. Mm. You know, who else would have the power to pull that string? Mm. Uh, you know, they arranged Oswald to either do it or just to be. Oswald might have thought that he was there for something else, mm. and he's the patsy, mm. as he's one of the last things he said. You know, I'm a patsy. Uh, they've set all of that up, and the idea is that uh, we'll get our guy in the White House. We won't have this fucking commie sympathizer. Yeah. We keep the war going. Which keep is, the know, CIA going. Billions of dollars in the war. Yeah, keep the CIA going. We can all get to keep our jobs. And bing, bang, bongo. Mm. Perfect. LBJ gets in. Because yeah. LBJ was going to be taken off the ticket. Yeah. That was another thing they were right. happy about. For the next the 64 election, he was going to be taken off the ticket. So he set a lot of this in motion as well with all these players. Is the, the theory. I don't know. I'm kind of on board. Salty? What do I, you got? You got I, anything cooked? I can, give me a three-hour movie that explains why Oswald did all this weird shit and I'll be like, yep, fine. With it. Give me a three-hour movie where bloody Tommy Lee Jones is not acting his fucking ass off plotting this. Well, I mean, if you've got Tommy Lee Jones in a movie... You're not going to get that, or you're always going to get that. Or sorry. give me a movie where Tommy Lee Jones is acting his ass off, but like not plotting the assassination of Kennedy. Mm. I'll be like, all right, I'm back on back on the official <laughs> myth. But uh, I don't know. Salty, can you give us some levity before Cam sees his final conclusion? Well, there was a thing I read thing? about how JFK was actually Jimmy Carter. 
All right, well, now I'm on to this. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched a video where this guy's talking about Freemasonry being running everything and, you know... Well, there was, there was theories that JFK off. didn't die and then he went off to run the shadow government. Mm. So they were like... That's where Obama guy, is now. Yeah, JFK's like fucking kicking ass. He's like, I'm going to take this down, I'm going to take this down, I'm going to take this down. Now, this is where it all gets mixed up because he wanted to take down the Federal Reserve... Mm. which is where the Illuminati get their power, right? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of destroys this before I even get into it. But one thing was that he w- went off to run the, the shadow government and, you know, lived until he was, I don't know, be 100 or something now, whatever. Yeah. But... Um, Using probably shadow technology. Yeah, well, he could still be around. Um, Maybe his brain plus, in a bottle. He was probably also a reptilian. Mm. Did, have we talked about that in a previous episode? JFK being a reptile? Yeah. No. No. Uh, I thought we might have. Can you see his lizard eyes fucking glint in the yeah, Zapruder film? Zapruder film. <laughs> really? <laughs> in the- shot, this tongue goes... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> ah, it's forked. Um, so there was talk about how um, JFK was, it was staged and then later he came back as Jimmy Carter, who was the president a couple of times after JFK. Um, and the guy goes through and does all the... Takes a picture of Kennedy and a picture of Carter and like draws the lines that match their where their facial features are and their teeth line up and all that kind of stuff that they always do. Yeah, yeah. And then he talks about how, hey, did you ever notice in this picture how Ted Kennedy looks a lot like Bill, Bill Clinton? <laughs> That's because they're cousins. Right. And, you know, everyone's Not related. Not because they're the same person. No, no, no. Um, Just because they were alive at the same time. So that'd be like an annoying Mrs. Doubtfire situation yeah, with Ted Kennedy. Yeah, to keep running out and running back in with a different suit Ooh. on. <laughs> yeah. Ted Kennedy comes out playing the saxophone. He's like, "Oh, oh shit!" Fuck. And now I'm gonna have to keep this up. Yeah. So this guy, this guy pulls it back to the Freemasons and and says a quote. I'm not sure where this quote came from, but break the nation's spirit at a time of social unrest and civil disobedience, and operate a subcurrent of distrust and dissolution. People are easy to manipulate when they're broken. Hmm. So here's the beloved president that everyone loves. Mm. Yeah. Fucking neck minute. Come nations distraught. Now we get to put our big fucking Freemasonry boot down. Yep. And tell them how it's going to be for the next 20 years. The bloody big size 33s. Yeah. (laughs) Now, my one issue with that is if you're like, all right, let's merc the president and that'll put everyone, all these fucking hippies in their place. Yeah. Well, firstly, 1963, things only got wilder. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's like 1963, things are starting to get a little bit crazy. They kill the president. And it's like, well, now all you've done is given everyone the idea, well, you can just kill the guy in charge. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. This guy also said, brains fly towards the bullets that hit them. What? That's not how that didn't happen. Brains fly towards the bullets that hit them. I think he's basically saying that people will come up with conspiracies about everything, and most of them are fake, trying to like put you off the trail of the truth. Which is the Freemasons were behind it. Which is the Freemasons, right? Right. And I don't get this guy's like, you know, all those famous conspiracy channels that they're out there. They're all fake. Yeah, and most of the smaller and medium-sized ones are fake as well. It's like, well, aren't you one of those? <laughs> JFK was also a woman. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, of course he was. 
Now, this wasn't Reverend bloody Laura Lee doing this one. This was some other guy called John De Niro. Oh. John De Niro has all these pictures of JFK looking quite masculine. Yeah. But pointing out that he looks quite feminine. What could that mean? When he doesn't. Um, (laughs) Said he has a feminine face, small hands and short fingers. Who else do we know like that? Who else do we know like that? There's no indicator of anything. (laughs) If anything, small hands are an indicator of manliness. (laughs) And narrow shoulders. And scars from breast removal, which just look like shadows under his pecs. <laughs> um, when, what was the, because there's also like, oh yeah, he was part of the Illuminati. Oh no, he was knocked off by the Illuminati. Where did all that fall with Tuesday World? Because that was a part of that, right? Tuesday World and Marilyn Monroe. Well, Tuesday, the initial thing that we looked at with Tuesday World is that she was an Illuminati high priestess. Yeah. But then the other thing theory was that Tuesday World was a Project Monarch MK Ultra yeah. sex kid and agent. And JFK was taken out because he was about to blast open the Illuminati. Yeah, well he would have been across all of that Project Monarch stuff because he's got he's like Marilyn Monroe, that's an awfully robotic way mm. to be singing happy birthday. Because mm. only only like really shortly before he was killed, he did a big speech where he talks about the fact that we have to break up secret societies mm. and secret societies don't have any place in democracy. And he was out there saying basically all of these secret societies that are kicking around are fucking no good. Yeah. But was he saying, was he using metaphors? No. I'm, I, I was watching Joe Rogan interview Jim Brewer, two great minds. Who's Jim Brewer? It's a comedian. All oh, right, that's a really good James Field impersonation. Was he on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, he was on Saturday. Night Live. Oh, does he like hate Norm Macdonald? Oh, yeah. I'm not I taking this guy's word. Yeah, I can't remember what the yeah, context no. of that was. Have you seen Hitler's dog? <laughs> can can Kimber on the phone? Um, he played it for. He played the audio of the speech ah. for, for him, and he, yeah, he talks about secrets and secret societies. Hmm. Um, he may have just said secrets. I don't know. Let's have a look. Why don't we do a little reading? Yeah, read it. Oh, a little bit of oration. Yeah, I'm not going to do it like a JFK impression. um, Joe Rogan is like big on the something definitely shady about Oswald and he definitely was working with other people. Yeah. Um, And basically, yeah, JFK was a badass because he wanted to like tear all the shit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was obviously going to do so much good. He had to be fucking taken down. There's no way he could have kept living. All right. This and is that, this, the famous speech with ask not what you can do for your country or what your country can do for you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You fucking, you know, however it goes. Mm. Um, apparently that whole speech is actually quite epic. Right. right. But then you only ever yeah, yeah. hear that last bit. Go Cam. So this is 1961. Right. So there's a huge lead in before he starts talking about secret societies. Uh, who is he talking to? Uh, the American Newspaper Publishers Association. Uh, so he starts off talking about how uh, Marx was employed as a journalist uh, by the New York Herald Tribune uh, when he was in London. I think his point was that uh, if uh, only the newspaper had paid him better, he wouldn't have been like, oh, what else can I do? Right. To scratch up some uh, cash. Oh, I'll start communism. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking don't have to, well, I won't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Just guarantee myself a wage. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, 
inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. I mean, that could also be him just referring to the CIA and being super secret. I almost hear it being referred to like, he's you know, talking to journalists, so we need free and open mm. to dialogue with the press. And, you know, keeping secrets from the press is not great. Mm. Okay, so, I've, you know, it fucking goes on. Yeah. yeah. But basically the gist of it is, uh, you know, we a while back we were like, yeah, no more secret societies over in bloody... The Soviet Union, they love a sneaky mm. secret, but not like us. But it's its not a speech where he's like, we need to dismantle CIA, the Illuminati, Illuminati, we need to dismantle the Freemasons, we need to, it's like, he's like, secret's not good. You know this, you journalists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it as nefarious as your bloody Rogan implies. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, hidden messages, mate. Yeah, yeah, put a few eyedroppers of DMT into this sparkling water, and we might change our mind. It was just, it was just bloody, just being subtle. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. years before, <laughs> two years. Yeah. yeah. So if they, yeah, if they were that powerful, you'd probably get onto it pretty quicker. Mm. So are we? Hang on, you got anything uh, else cooked? I didn't really look. Uh, I knew this was going to be quite involved. Yeah. So just like you know, I looked out a little bit outside of the usual. Mm. JFK conspiracies where that, that focus charge thing and yeah. him not being dead and So are we ready to make a Well like the focus charge stuff, I mean that technology does exist. Yeah. I think there's like some Hezbollah or Hamas guy that got pinged with a mm. and bombing his like a headrest in his yeah, car. Right. And, but, but that wasn't in nineteen sixty three. No, but they would have the the Mossad would have been like, Oh, that worked for Kennedy. I did come Didn't across some, reuse it. I did come across some Israel Mossad stuff. That they why, would, why did Mustard want to have it in for Kennedy? Uh, look, to be honest, I came across it right at the end of all this research and I was like, I'm dumb. Did uh, they have it <laughs> in for them because they were part of the secret Jewish conspiracy to control the world and so anything bad that happens is the Jews' fault? I think that's probably the, the reasoning, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably going to play into it somewhere. Yeah. So, what do we think then, Cam? What do you think happened? Where's your... Where's your Conclusion lie. Oh, fuck. I feel like there was... I don't think Oswald acted alone. Mm -hmm. I think that might be my conclusion. I don't know if LBJ was pulling the strings. I could see a situation where, like, anti... Like, where cold warriors could cook up a scheme. Mm. I guess the thing is, when you do take it down... Like, if you were going to kill Kennedy as part of a plot... Mm you would have multiple shooters. Mm. And so if we but if we accept that there was just the one shooter, you're like, well 
this wasn't that great a plot then. Mm. You've got the all of these fine anti-Castro minds. Why wouldn't you triangulate this assassination? Mm. And you've got this guy who you could use as a patsy, mm. who's got all of this weird pro-Castro Soviet shit in his past, mm. who's been going around, you know, being conspicuously pro-Castro at the same time as hanging out more subtly with anti-Castro yeah. people. <laughs> you could be like, all right, we could really make this happen. Yeah. We could really get this done and turn it to our advantage. But they didn't doesn't really get turned to their advantage except in the sense that, you know, things do go a bit more right-wing. Mm. I don't what, know. Like, thing, I, I, I think there was one bullet. I think there was one shooter. Just based on, like, in the 2010s, they're like, all right, let's fucking use our proper science instead of just running. Garbage 60 science. Well, just instead of, like, try working out where bullets came from with fucking wool. Yeah. Or like, oh, let's use... <laughs> Use a computer. Yeah, let's use a computer. Can't be these nerds in the 60s and think of that. Yeah. Um, there's one thing I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, both the CIA and the FBI, I think the FBI were following Oswald around to the point where he was like, fuck off, guys. Yeah, so that's uh, supposedly what his meeting with... The, yeah, he, that's right. That's yeah, thing. yeah. He meets with the FBI before yeah. the assassination. Yeah. And the agent who talks to him destroys all of his notes yeah, from that meeting. Yeah, mm. So... He was on their radar for sure. Yeah. And that meeting is either the reason that they've destroyed the notes is either because Oswald's coming and it's like, fucking stop talking to my wife, yeah. stop hassling me, or it's because he's like, uh, they're going to kill Kennedy. Uh, you've got to do something about it. Mm. He's like, yeah, sure. Let me just write all that down. Next minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can put in an actual flame sound effect there if you want. <laughs> Another weird little thing I found was the projectionist at the White House who logs all of the movies that gets played at the White House and apparently did for many, many decades. Mm. Um, two days after... Were they asked to do that? Or well, that was his job. Like, Was like, it their job or were they just like, oh, I've got, I've got to log all the movies and everyone's like, yeah, okay, it's not actually part of your job. It's like, why are you ripping on this guy? Yeah, who gives a fuck if it was his job or not? He's like, well, someone's got to log all the movies. It's like, it's like a robo in this stuff before I even get it out of my mouth. This guy enjoys his job, likes to do a good, efficient system. Yeah. Cam. Oh, right. The fucking what? I see your work system. It's not relevant to anyone's interest <laughs> yeah. what films the president might watch. <laughs> the fucking White House projections. Nah, can't take a sick day. Someone's got to log all the movies. We've told you, no one needs to log all the movies. Well, what, what, why would well, they need to log fucking, the movies? It's lucky that this guy was doing it because two days after Kennedy was killed, in the little bloody projectionist book, yeah. on this day, movie, uh, Robbie's birthday party, attendees, X amount, two little columns, one marked Prez, one marked the Mrs. K, a couple of little check marks in there. JFK and Jackie O both at that screening. Yep. Two days after he was apparently killed. Jeez. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking open your eyes. It's right in front of you. What also. Were, what were they watching? Uh, Johnny's birthday party or oh, Robbie's, was the movie Robbie's birthday right? party. Yeah. Oh, I was just like a home video. Which they're assuming was a home video of maybe his brother. Yeah. Um, but strangely, in the production company listing, it had MGM. MGM wouldn't have produced his brother's bloody. No. Birthday party video. If MGM produced like a like a home video, mm. that would be the most famous home video. 
the one that JFK watched two days after he was supposed yeah, to be yeah. killed. Not, yeah. the, not the Zepruder. No. no. Yeah. One night in Paris. Um, <laughs> the other strange thing was that apparently JFK wrote to the CIA or the FBI asking them to send him everything they had on UFOs. Mm. Yeah, that's why you have to bloody do him in. Not, not that long before he was killed. Yeah. I did come across some UFO stuff like that, mm. but yeah. Like, send me all your stuff on UFOs. Yeah. Fuck, that's the first thing. I, why did it take him so long? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. That's suspicious <laughs> in itself. Yeah. Literally the first thing you do. Right, you're now I'm present. sworn in, take me to the fucking aliens. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a reptilian and you're like, you think everything's fine. Mm. And then a few years in, you're like, a bit of fun. Is everything fine? Yeah. yeah. I better what? find out what they know. Because I know they know stuff, but do they actually, yeah, do yeah. They actually know the stuff? Good point. Yeah. The other thing is there was the um, there was the FBI memo. Did you see this? No. There was is like the burnt memo. Well, well, there was like a memo that went out to I think every FBI office that there was going to be a, an attempt on his life in Dallas. Right. Right. But then all copies were destroyed. Mm. But then it's like really every FBI office got this thing. They all got destroyed. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, you know, they follow orders. And it's like really everyone followed that order. No one was like, oh, I'm not just ho- I'm just some fucking random FBI guy in the bloody Alaska office. Yeah, yeah. I'm maybe I'll just hang on to this, given yeah. that I have heard on the radio that Kennedy was killed in Dallas. If, yeah. This might be worth a little bit of money one day. Yeah. FBI agent he's busy at a luau in Hawaii. Yeah. Misses the, the bloody memo. Keeps it. Yeah. That's hundred percent that's the sort of thing that it's if you told me that uh the, the order came through, oh, can you get rid of that memo that went out about yeah. uh, the president's going to be killed in Dallas? Uh, I'd say 50 out of 50 states, that memo is going straight into someone's fucking filing cabinet. One time I got sent a very top-level email at work. It was just I got added to the chain. I was the wrong Luke. And boy, that happens. And like as soon as I got it, I, I scrolled down I'm like, oh, this isn't for me. Phone went. Oh, Luke, can you uh, just delete that email? Yep, get right on that. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Read the shit out of it. Yeah. That's what you always do. Yeah. Someone also at my work sent an email and then immediately afterwards sent an email to everyone saying, disregard that email. (laughs) No, I'm going to read it right now. I wasn't going to. I'm ignoring your recall (laughs) and I'm reading it. At my high school, the principal sent out an uh, email... uh, to his mistress, but accidentally like CC'd in the school council. Oh my lord! <laughs> that my mum was on, and then like immediately afterwards, he sent out an email like, "Oh, just ignore that. That was uh, just for an old friend." Bet it was. Uh, and it's like, nah, people didn't ignore it, bro. Yeah. So Ex- ignore that obvious work of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the next year's curriculum. So what do we do, land? Um, I, you know what? I haven't really thought about it enough to form an opinion. I don't like, I bloody think two hours of bloody debate. Yeah. But you know, I, he, yeah. Okay. So he was shot. He was probably shot by the one dude up in the window. It was, a, you know, maybe it was a fucking lucky shot. Hmm. Lucky two shots. That's pretty fucking accurate. Well, yeah. Lucky two shots. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just definitely something sus going on though. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I Yeah, I don't buy that Oswald was just some fucking disgruntled nutter. I do. You do? Now, this, this oh, is what I've been waiting for. Go. Fucking two hours for Robbo to drop these bombs <laughs> yeah. on us. I think... Uh, 
Buddy Oswald, he's just a fucking annoying fucking guy trying to get involved with Russia, trying to get involved with Cuba. Everyone just, fuck, get out of here, guy. And he's like, he's so keen to get involved with something yeah, that yeah. he flip-flops back and forth yeah. between things. Uh, and like, in the end, he's just like, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. I'm going to be famous. Didn't and get famous when I went to fucking Russia. Didn't get famous when I came back. Every cunt that was like, oh, no, you can't be in our club. They're going to be like, oh, how cool club? is this guy? Yeah, we um, let him in. Because, and like, so the CIA has said it's a cover-up and the FBI burned some shit. I think they fucked up massively. Because they knew this guy. They knew what he was up to. They knew he was doing shit. Yeah. Still let him do it. Like someone, oh, fuck, we should have kept that memo because it happened. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a theory that he was the source. Oh, right. So like, in the in the Oliver Stone thing, hmm. there's, a, you know, this memo goes out. It's based on a source. Hmm. No one knows who the source was. Uh. In the Oliver – sorry – if a memo went out, it is based on a source. Oliver Stone's thing is he was the source yeah, and he was like trying to stop it or something and he's yeah. the patsy, blah, blah, blah. So he could be the source of that. Then he, you know, yeah, it all goes down and it's the fucking CIA, it's the government doing it. Or he could be the source of that because he's like, this is only going to make it fucking sicker when I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people are like, he really was cool. And- Everyone who didn't like investigate that properly, yeah, is now massively in trouble. Yeah, so a hundred percent bureaucratic incompetence across the board. Yeah, and I, just I, like nine eleven. Yeah, and there's probably like fifty, sixty, a thousand fucking units running around the states right now doing similar shit, trying to get something going. I've met like I've met people like that that are just so fucking cooked. They just want to get involved in like a big. Thing. Oh, I remember the like one day well, you're going to snap and fucking shoot someone. I can just see it. Just because, oh, maybe I'll just distance it from what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but just dial back to like just before that. I'd like the, <laughs> just before you said that they're going to snap and kill someone. There was like a guy in no, it wasn't even. It was a teenager in Queensland. Yeah. Uh, who like joined one of the neo-Nazi or like far right parties? He, mm. he joined like the Australia First Party. And then he'd send out these fucking cooked newsletters. He's like, I'm in the fucking National Socialist Party of Queensland. Uh, I'm doing this and that. And, you know, me fucking science teachers in league with the Jews and they're trying to shut us down. And then, you know, the next week it'd be like, oh, I'm from the Stalinist League of Australia. Yeah. Fucking science teacher's still riding my ass because yeah. he's fucking who knows who he's in league with now. Yeah. But it's like every week it'd be a different thing. It's like there are people like that. Yeah, and that's so. Did that, he kill his science teacher? No. no. And that's like him setting up, you know, trying to get in touch with that anti-Cuban club. Saying, "Hey, I'll, I'll hit up the chapter," and they're like, "Nah." Mm. And he does it anyway. Yeah. Um, David Hicks, Australian David Hicks, reminds mm. me of that same sort of like, just get, just trying to get into some mischief and just gets fucking well, well out of his head, mm. well out of his depth. It's my summary of David Hicks. <laughs> Such a Kiwi. <laughs> oh, poor bloke. Out of his depth. No, it, it was so out of his depth. <laughs> but like, yeah. and Just it, trying to get into some mischief. Yeah. If it was a big plot, it would be a better way to... There's so many better ways to do it than this just shooting them in fucking so much public. Yeah. Like if they've got truth serum and MK Ultra drugs, just drug them. Yeah, and like make it look like a heart attack. If they could do that to people that were allegedly involved in the plot, you could probably do it to the president. So I think there is nothing more to it than the official story, except for 
they just fucked up bigly. Yeah. Big time. Bigly? Bigly. Oh, no. It was a bigly fuck up. We and said no more Trump. So the, the one for the Mexico file, uh, I know that some people are quite interested in that one. So his visit to Mexico and, and that might give some information we haven't seen. But yeah. So you reckon these files are going to come out and it's going to be like, oh, yeah, we fucked up. Well, pretty much. And files have already been coming out for a while. And like enough time has passed. That like, well, everyone who fucked up. Well, that's why they're trying to stop it. Coming back to Trump, the yeah. only person that can actually stop the files being released is Donald Trump. Yeah. Not sure if he's going to uh, get to it by October. He's got a few other things on his plate at the moment. But but is it in his interest to stop that? Because next election season, if Ted Cruz comes back, he's not going to be able to smack him with the Kennedy cudgel anymore. Don't think anyone really realised the Kennedy <laughs> cudgel even happened. Uh, so, yeah, that's my, that's my conclusion. Yeah. I mean, if you... Th- if we're saying there was just one shooter, then it's so much less likely that there was a conspiracy. Yeah. Mm. What made this hard, and, and we alluded to it, was all the fucking randos that were involved in this whole thing, from yeah. Feria to bloody Jack Ruby to whatever. It's just like in the Zapruder film and, you know, that scene's missing. It's just like it's just a snowball of a conspiracy. The fucking brain is missing. The brain is missing, yeah. yeah. The, the one thing that would prove it conclusively, yeah. oh, we lost the president's brain. But that wouldn't even include, that, that would just, con- that would prove that he did it, but it would still leave so many randos involved. Well, but if, no, if you could get the brain, you'd be like, well, a bullet went through the front of this. Yeah. yeah. Like, to, we're looking at it properly now. Yeah. Then it's like sus. And yeah, yeah, but so many randos and stuff like where, like Clay Shaw. Was in the CIA. Yeah, yeah. And I think there was a bunch of people, maybe it was David Ferry or maybe, yeah, I think it was David Ferry who was in the army with Oswald. Mm, uh, Civil Civil Aviation Unit. So you know how they have like groups that pretend they're kind of uh, Air Force, but they're just... Reserves? Yeah. No, not even that, I think. I think it's just like a a group that gets together and does Air force type things. But like they were in that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that didn't come out until... Well, he denied it. Ferry Ferry denied it. He denied having ever met Oswald. Yeah, yeah. And then it comes out years later, oh, here's a photo of them together from way before. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, okay. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, I don't fucking know everyone. Yeah, yeah. I can't even remember the names of 99% of the people I went to high school with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that was also true at the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well. So you say I say won't nutter. Just Lee Harvey Oswald. I and mean So you're saying that people come up with a conspiracy as a way to cope with the psychic <laughs> trauma. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. This is uh, new information that you'll bring into the table. This is classic Robo. This and, is a classic bit about I, I how guess, people need to come up with something to explain these things. What's interesting You know what? I've changed my mind. I'm with Robo. <laughs> what's interesting, things like the grassy knoll where you're looking at the pictures and you're just like, There's nothing there. What are people getting out of this? Mm. And then you're watching your your bloody PKs of the world just pulling apart or the you know, the Charlottesville thing which just happened now as we're recording this, people are ignoring all the evidence mm. and then going, oh, that guy's earlobes are different. And yeah. the, maybe it was a different guy. And it's like, what are you talking What's about? What's with these shoes? Yeah. yeah. So I can just see how it can snowball into this crazy thing with so many things at hand. Because you know what they say? Brains fly towards bullets that hit them. Wait, don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> don't stop. It's, not, it's not a half time. <laughs> you, you always went to stop. I know. <laughs> but what about the babushka lady? Oh, Kate Bush. We didn't even talk about that. She was just nothing. Wasn't that would it? just crack the whole thing wide open. Yeah, nah. It's like I, if he if it wasn't, it's just a weird looking lady in the crowd. Yeah, and there's a guy with an umbrella in the crowd. 
Yeah. They're just weirdos there's in the all crowd. The, there's all these fucking guys. Tramps. Hobos. Hobos. Yeah. Woody Harrelson's dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Should we wrap up? Yeah. I'm, I'm no, going to get back to enjoying my Italian vino. I'm on your side, I think. Yeah. Either that or there was like maybe there was a little bit of a plot. Yeah, okay. But there wasn't like a huge government thing. Yeah. Because the thing is if you say, you know, no one, only there was only one prosecution yeah. of that one guy. And so the reason Garrison says that, uh, you know, no one else has been looked at for this and the reason no one else has gone after the conspirators and tried to get to the bottom of it is because they're all in on it. Mm. So even if it was just a little thing, you've still got to say that the CIA and the FBI and military intelligence have all colluded still to cover it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, just probably a fuck up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> probably just like all these fucking conspiracies. Yeah. Someone fucked up. They yeah. Try to cover up. So have we all come full circle to it was a big fuck up and it just one dude did it? Yeah. Yeah, but that's because Robbo just was so convincing. Kevin <laughs> Co- with his fucking Kevin Costner haircut. Yeah, like that. <laughs> he was so fucking convincing. But if I go home and just whack on the end of JFK by Oliver Stone, I'll be like, fucking Wait, Robo. hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're Kevin Costner-esque, but you know Kevin Costner. Yeah. It's pretty good in the bodyguard, though. Yeah. The postman. Did so, the doorbell ring just as you said the, <laughs> the postman? postman? Yeah, and it rang twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's JFK. Yeah, and you know what they say: bullets fly towards the brains that hit them. That's not. That's not what it was at all. Where do people find us uh, on the internet? Uh, they can find our website hypotheticalinstitute.com. Uh, they can find us on Facebook at the Hypothetical Institute, on Twitter at Hypothepod, and of course you can also uh, jump on Redbubble.com, look up the Hypothetical Institute, and find some of our sweet, sweet merch. I'm getting served our merch ads. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like side by side with pro Donald Trump T-shirts. <laughs> um, I just tweeted from our account as well. You can guys can look it up for a little bit of thing that we just discussed on the show. But in a month's time, it'll be buried. But you guys can look it up now. Oh, sorry. I just assumed that you are going to wait a month to tweet this. No, no. I tweeted it now. RT'd someone. Right. Uh, you can what find me. What an absolutely me. cooked thing to even mention. Well, you guys, I'm telling you guys. All right. At Isle of a Time for me, IsleofaTime.com for beer stuff. At Salt Marsh on Twitter, Andrew Salt Marsh Illustration and on uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, also, yeah, Salty, uh, no worries. good designing on the T-shirts. Oh, thank and you. Now, we're probably a month past this now, but... Yeah. It's the first time we're recording post-T-shirts. Yeah. yeah. I was going to just pretend like we'd been plugging them at the end of every show. Yeah. Uh, um, I like to give the listeners a peek behind the curtain. We're yeah. not like the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me at Sex and Homer on Twitter and gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. Oh, and of course I forget, you can find our podcast on iTunes where you can leave it a review or a rating. Yeah. Thanks or for the- More reviews bagging out Robbo. <laughs> less, less Robbo bag out, more- <laughs> More pro pro Luke stuff. Luke, well done on the JFK summing up. You really convinced me. Yeah. Five stars. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains more. Drugs. Don't worry.
accept whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which 